Hey there, folks. My name's Ian Levenstein, and welcome to episode 214 of Comic Timing in person. Casina! I'm here. This in the flesh! Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Face to face? Yeah, I know. Face face to face for the first time in, what, two years? I think it's been two years. I didn't see you last year. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you were busy with a bunch of other holiday shit, and then like uh, then once the summer happened, I was here, and you were running around like yes. a chicken with his head cut Parental off. Parental duties. Exactly. So that's why I said, like, all right, make it one day. Mm-hmm. One day, Ian Day. Found, found, found one day to make it happen. We are here. Indeed, this indeed. This is Ian Day in my Christmas in, break. In the Auburndale Park. What is it? Otherwise known as Comic Timing South Studios. Yeah, Comic Timing South. I like that. <laughs> you know, next year you gotta get ditched at Disney Springs so that we could go to Casino Studios. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. The BK's Bullets headquarters. That was a, that was a possibility for today, but like half the household is dealing with like various illnesses right now, none of which COVID related. Just pointing well, that out. Next year there, you but, just gotta yeah. say, get up, throw some pants on, drop yeah. me off at Disney Springs. Brent will get me in an hour. Oh hell yeah! And we'll pick you up at ten. No, you know set up at 10 o'clock. I love that movie theater at, at, at Disney Springs, by the way, the, at the AMC dine-in over there. You go there occasionally. Yeah. I've not done the dine-in thing there yet. I haven't done the dine-in thing yet either, but, like, the screens are nice, the yeah. seats are nice, like, did it's, the, it's overall did good experience. Did you sit in the Dolby there? We, the Dolby no, we didn't do the Dolby, because when we did it, it was just one of the smaller theaters in the back, because okay. we saw a theater camp there uh, last time we were here. The Dolby theater is, like, stadium seating to the extreme. Okay. To where, like, you have a full four feet in front of you mm-hmm. before a massive drop-off where yeah. the next... Like, if you look at that theater on yeah. the website, uh-huh. you're like, how is this a massive theater? Uh-huh. There's so many less seats. <laughs> it's because there's, like, literally four feet between the top bottom of your seat uh-huh. and the top of the next person. Is it, like, two floors, like, essentially? It's like, like, three floors. Oh, shit. Okay. All it's, right. It's weird. So it's the setup of like what a, what an IMAX would be, kind of like uh, in the in that IMAX way. at Point Orlando is uh-huh. regular stadium seating, like yeah. back to back to back. This okay. is this is weirder. Okay. I think that you, by the way, there's only one real IMAX I think left on the East Coast, and it's the one at Lincoln Center because they decided to close the one in uh, in uh, the Franklin Institute. This in one, there's two here. Yeah. Um, the Point Orlando one mm-hmm. on I Drive is a real IMAX. They show full frame. Yeah. I don't know if it's it's not seventy millimeter. No, it's not, it's not Oppenheimer. It's, it's not IMAX. It's an actual IMAX. It's an actual IMAX. Yeah. So if uh, if uh, Chris Nolan decides to shoot Batman <laughs> Part Four, and it's all in four by three, yeah. that's there. Okay. There, Oppenheimer was there. I didn't see it there. I saw it at the IMAX by me. Okay. Which is just as good. I saw it at seventy point. millimeter, not IMAX, even though it was in the Lincoln Center Theater. It's just they, that I, I, the showings didn't work out for me, so I, I saw it at seventy millimeter in a regular screen, and it was freaking fantastic. And didn't have to pee once. Managed to hold my pee. Incredible. I, I think know. I went once. <laughs> I think I went once. I'm getting older, and it's it's bad. Well, well, look. I mean, when you give us three and a half hour movies, when you're used to like the solid two, like you got you got to build Dude, in the pee break. The man. best part about Miss Mar- uh, the Marvels was that uh-huh. it was an hour and a- not the best part. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. The- one of the best parts uh-huh. was that it was an hour and a half. That is very true. That is very true. It's like give me more Be- of these. Before you knew it, it was over. It was it was uh, it was animated feature length, basically. Like it was it was the length of most of DC's animated movies. See those DC animated movies? Yeah. I tend to fall asleep on because they're so cheaply animated. Yeah, that it's super slow, and I think that's also why I don't watch a lot of anime mm-hmm. because they're animated on the cheap side, and I tend well, to fall de- asleep in the slower moments. It depends on the anime. You know what? If you're seeing an anime movie, you're going to get high quality animation. Right. Uh, you're more likely to 
get the lesser quality, let's get this crap out as fast as possible if it's a, if it's one of the shows. Well, same same rule applies. Yeah. Like for these DC ones, it's like, ah, oh, we'll cheat we'll do this really cheaply and yeah. crank it out and I'm like falling asleep in the slow parts because only yeah. The mouths are moving or whatever. I hope that that two-part Crisis on Infinite Earths is actually going to be good. No, it's not. I've seen all the other... I have all the other ones. I've seen them all. <laughs> There's I've a few good ones the in fucking, there. That fucking Long Halloween two-parter was awful. Oh, that's a shame. Awful. That's a shame. I haven't, I haven't gotten to that one. I, I like some of the, like, the Son of Batman stuff and, so, and the Teen Titans stuff was pretty good. Okay, so you're going to get schooled now. So oh, oh, yes. There's yes, new so universes. School me in the middle of a park. School me. When comic timing started, back yeah. in the day, we uh-huh. had Superman Doomsday. That was the first I one. I very much remember. I saw that at San Diego Comic-Con. When it premiered, it was crap. So, and that was fine. That was yeah. the original, like, onesie-twosie weird, we're going to try and, and then Superman. Did not like Public that Enemies one at all. came out, yep. aping the uh, Ed McGinnis stuff. I like that. Pretty good. I like that. And then, what was the first one that they had that was this universe? Oh, um... Well, uh, the, not McDuffie, uh, McTucker, the Tuckerverse. Well, well this this universe started after Flashpoint. Yes, Flashpoint. Yeah, so it was what, the Doomsday so War, I think? So they had Flashpoint Paradox was yeah. the first one. And right. then after that, if you could take those all the way through mm-hmm. to... Justice League Dark Apocalypse yeah. War. Uh-huh. And they called it Dark because that was R-rated. Right. The first Ooh, Dark movie was dark. R-rated, so now they... this That one was a good movie. Was the Justice League Dark in it? Like, Constantine and all oh, those it, guys? That one was everybody that they've had. The Titans, okay. Blue Beetle, like, all those guys Got in it. the animated universe since okay. Flashpoint Paradox. Got it. That was the end of that universe. Okay. Then they started Superman, Man of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. with Darren Criss as Superman. He's fine. Right. That does this really weird, thick, thick line animation <laughs> where, like, they're making it look more like a comic book. Okay. But the animation is definitely a downgrade from the Tucker stuff. So it's a okay. different animation studio doing all these. Does it look like old school, like, Flash animation, basically? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a, right. it's a little bit flatter. Okay. It's not as dynamic. Got it. Uh, so then they do the Long Halloween two-parter. Mm-hmm. They do a Green Lantern, John Stewart one that's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Justice Society one, World War II, that was awful. I've heard it's not anywhere near what people wanted it to be. That was awful, and that's still one of my best performing uh, videos on uh-huh. because, well, not the, one of the best, but one of the ones that took off and, and stayed up was that one because I put like terrible on the fucking. How, how do you? I, I put out a hateful video, <laughs> and, it, and it got a lot of views. How do you? Surprise, how surprise. do you do a JSA book? I mean, a JSA movie. It's all about Flash. Exactly, and have it be all about, Flash. about Flash. Like, how could you do that? My like, first complaint. First yeah. complaint. Yeah. Uh, so that so the Crisis three-parter yes. that is coming in oh, 2024. It was a three-parter. I thought it was a two-parter. Three parts okay. is the end of that uh-huh. short and shitty universe. Because I think it started in 2017. <laughs> okay. So you're, you're looking at a, they did a lot less than they did when they pumped out the Tucker stuff. Here's my thing. And... and and I'm, calling, I'm talking about James Tucker, who produced, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. executive produced right. all those movies and Justice League. If right. people don't know, you yeah. know, we're old. No, no, that's fine. That's I don't fine. think we have any 25 year old listeners or 21 year old listeners. You never at all. know. You never know. I mean, especially what, this goes out on the CGS feed also. So, like, there could be the the newcomers that have randomly found yes. it on iTunes or Th- whatever. Thank you, CGS, for propping up comic timing. A- our, amen to that. Line. Amen to that. I have nothing to do with that. I have everything to do with that. But. uh... <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I'm a little frustrated that like at least from the trailers and stuff, unless they're unless they're going to throw it in there afterwards, it's animation. You should be having all these other animation styles thrown in there. You should have you know Batman from Batman the animated series. You should have the All Star Superman, All Star you know Superman. I doubt it. They're going to stick to one style. That's be expensive. That that's, would be expensive. That's messed up. It's messed up, and I don't like it. You're lucky you're getting a three parter. Yeah. Which will, the, you know they'll repackage two years later as a massive movie. Cause I'm they sure they will. With, 
Long Halloween and Dark Knight Returns, they put them all together and, you know, oh, there's an extra special feature. At least we know that in four years we'll have an eight-hour breakdown by the Crisis Tapes and, uh, you know, Peter and Murd will go ahead and break that down, just like they just broke down the uh, the, the, the Arrowverse Crisis, like, this year. But they still haven't <laughs> finished... Like, they haven't gotten to issue 12, right? Well, yeah, they're at, like, what was it, like, issue... I think they're halfway there, actually. They might be, like, issue 6 or something like Maybe. that. It's only taken them 90 years. It's, I, it's not bad. I did enjoy the, the Arrowverse Crisis episodes. That yes. Was fun. Yeah, those, that was that was good time. That was good time. So and was, and the, po- the commentary podcast recently, like, those two. Those were oh, the, 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 was that on... The Crisis Tape. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, the Crisis Tape. Sorry, I, I thought you meant an no, actual breakdown all. of the I enjoyed Arrowverse. it all. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Um, so I've not finished Flash Season 9. Okay. And... And um, I think I'm two seasons behind on Legend of Tomorrow, and I have not watched anything from the most recent season of Superman and, and Lois. That I need to catch. That's the only one I actually want to catch up on is Superman and Lois because I was really enjoying that. But I, I, when I'm, I'm still up to a season where their son was played by the previous actor. Yes, so yes. I, I, I have I have a lot to catch I've up. I've started on. the new season with the new son. Okay. Who's not the old son? Who is the old son? <laughs> um. But you know what? Honestly, when that before that thing came to HBO Max yeah. months ago, yeah. and they said, "Hey, we're do- we're getting a season four, mm. but we're cutting all the cast. Like, you're yeah. cutting. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if they're cutting Sarah, but they cut her mom. They cut her dad. Yeah, um, she's apparently. I mean, Lana is going to show up in at least a couple of episodes, just not as a full timer anymore. Bullshit. I that's know. I agree. One of the Same better with parts Sam of Lane. That. Sam Lane yeah. is being cut. He's only going to be in a few episodes. They cut uh, uh, Steel entirely. Uh, from what, from what, I'm, what I'm aware of, like like I, Henry Irons is not yeah. going to be in it at all. So I wonder if like at the end of the season, which I haven't watched it yet, if they're like we're moving to Metropolis, if that's why <laughs> they're just going to cut all these people. And it's like ugh, it just doesn't sound good. Like well, just the, Ma- I mean, Max- you might as well not have a show if you cut out. Ha- Let's have friends with only. Three friends. Well, yeah, that that ain't gonna happen, and that's why there's never gonna be a friends special reunion episode at this point. Not anymore. We're, exactly, we're short a friend. Uh, <laughs> with with with, uh, with Superman on Max, the place to watch HBO. <laughs> I stole that from the film cast, but it's still no. it, it's still hilarious in every the, time I that hear wasn't it. Wasn't in their ma- their marketing like the home of HBO? Exactly. Max. Yeah, Max, the place to find HBO. Then why can't you just call it HBO Max? I'm looking. Like, come on. I'm not looking forward to the next uh, iteration of that, which will be Max Amount Plus. <laughs> Max Mount Plus. <laughs> well, they, they apparently Paramount turned them down uh, because they, they, well, they were God. there was there was talks of there being a merger between HBO and Paramount. Paramount, which has now already gotten rid of Showtime, it's now Paramount Plus with Showtime. Which I canceled their app because I was trying to add Showtime. There was uh-huh. something I wanted to watch on there, and yeah. then for three months it wouldn't add it. And I was oh, trying to up. click on uh, there's something with their app. I mm-hmm. don't know, like click on a Showtime show. Yeah. And my Apple subscription said I was paying for it, but it right. wasn't working. I emailed them. Yeah. Nobody ever got back because <laughs> who cares? It's $11. Well, I, so I canceled it, and I, I'll wait for them to unfuck themselves before I go back in. I'm still frustrated that they got rid of Showtime anytime. They, they shouldn't have – it shouldn't be an add-on. No, it shouldn't. One tier. Exactly. All the shows. Yeah. And I'll pay for ads or not ads. Yeah. That but, should be it. I mean, soon enough, Max is going to be charging for their sports content separate – and I think the news, but I think the news might just still be included in there. It's like they added in CNN content, right. like yeah. live feeds of that. Who cares? Yeah, I'm not watching any sports on Max right now. Like even though it's available, it's just not something that I've done. Um, the only thing I watch on 
Well, no, I have the ESPN. I don't think I have. I don't have ESPN Plus. Yeah. But my HOA has basic cable included in yes. it. Yes. So I have a cable box. Right. Not forced. <laughs> but it came with two. Uh-huh. So we, we use them. Okay. So I will be able to watch the Super Bowl this year. Oh, not over an antenna like I have the last that's, couple of years. That's good. I mean, I usually just watch it streaming. But because right. of that, ESPN's there. So I use yeah. my cable login to log into that. What network What network is it on this year anyway? I, I, I always I always lose track like who it's has it. It's always Fox. No, it's, it, it's a different network every year. Oh, I don't know who it is. Yeah, because it's usually either Fox, ABC, uh, NBC, or CBS because those are the networks that have it. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know who has it. All right. Well, whatever. Either way, either way, it'll be on there somewhere, and neither of my teams are going to be in it, so I don't care. That's that. That's all that matters on that. Uh-huh. You saw Aquaman. I did. Yes. I did a fifteen-minute video review. Yeah. I'll, I'll shorten it here, but um, <laughs> you can check out the BK's bullets. Clearly, page. clearly, the best movie in all of the DC universe. Uh, you know. So there is a we have a comic timing um, Facebook chat. Yes. With the core the core six. Yeah. Six or seven of us. Seven, I seven think. Seven with Chris. Yep. Yeah, Brandon, Raff, uh, Jamal, you, Dono, um, yourself, myself, and Chris. And did I say Chris already? Nope. Oh, okay. Well then, yeah, yeah seven. seven. Okay. The yeah. Core, with our yeah. core seven. Yeah. And uh, like the Justice League. What there Jamal you go. said about he made a comment, and I don't think anybody actually got it because nobody saw it yet. <laughs> It's the crunch of a cockroach is how the DCU goes out. And legit, that is the last two sh- last two shots out of the last five of the DCEU. Oh, my God. Are the crunch of a cockroach. Wow. And they even... And, like, that was a, a moment at the end of... Um, basically, it's like Orm discovering the world mm-hmm. for the first time. Okay. At the end of this film. A whole new world. It's not world. giving away the plot. It's just this is yeah. the wrap-up. And uh, He's so ornery. It, so ornery. There's a moment earlier where um, Aquaman, Jason Momoa playing himself as mm-hmm. Aquaman, yeah, gives Orm a cockroach in a jungle. Is like here, delicacy, and Orm's like, okay, cool. Uh-huh. So then he's out exploring the world towards the end of the film, uh-huh. and um, they're talking about a cheeseburger. So he orders a cheeseburger and fries. Right. There's a cockroach that crawls on his picnic table <laughs> like this one we're sitting at. He takes it, he uh-huh. puts it in his cheeseburger, and eats it. Oh! And then they cut back to you know Aquaman's ending, credits, uh-huh. you know visual Scooby Doo, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, how the credits are all like CGI and make it interesting, so you sit through it, at sure. least half of them. Right. And then um, the end credit scene is back to that moment where he's just crunching and crunching, <laughs> and crunching. Oh my cut god! Cut to black. Roll the credits. No one wants to watch, and you leave. I. That's how the DCU goes out. You know what? I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Really. Like, this is this has clearly been leading up to this moment here, you know? Because most of the movies have been vermin. So it makes perfect sense that you end on vermin. Like, it's just, it, it's, it's gold, man. It's gold. You know, would it be weird to say that I liked watching The Flash uh-huh. more than I liked watching this movie? I mean, it's not weird to say, because, I mean, I did... It has Michael Keaton. I well, liked Sasha Kale. While I did not enjoy The Flash movie overall, The Flash movie still had some decent moments to it. I enjoyed The Flash movie overall. Like, yeah. to me, it was a low enjoyment. Yeah. Like, I, I always think of, like, five... Out of, everything's out of five stars uh-huh. for me. Yeah. So I would put a flash as like it's a three star movie. It's it, not good. It's not great. It's barely like a two, five, barely two and a half for two me. Two and a half to yeah. three. Like barely there were more moments that I was like, oh, this is cool. But I think a lot of the marketing ruined everything for me. Well, you I, know, in that movie. So I feel like in five years time, yeah. If you haven't seen the Flash mm-hmm. and you go back and watch it, you'll be like, oh, 
you know, if that person doesn't turn out to be a mass murderer or anything by then, you, know, <laughs> you well, never know. <laughs> you might be like, hey, that wasn't so bad. Well, here's here's my thing. I've said this before. I will say it again. I wanted a Flash movie featuring the Flash and maybe some Flash villains as opposed to a Justice you League know, movie. I think... You know? Here's the one thing the DCU with James Gunn has going for it. Yeah. Is that James Gunn hasn't written any comic books mm-hmm. and that there's no executive at DC right now that can push their comic books anymore. Yes, that's true. Because that's all Jeff Johns seemed to do. Aquaman movie? Hey, let's have the trench. Uh-huh. Flash movie? Hey, here's Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. God, what well, else D- was DC there? got obsessed you know? with Flashpoint in general, and I'm, that's why I'm kind of glad we're past that, because... Your first Flash movie should not be the one where he changes the world. I'm a little concerned that Tom King's there, because Tom King, to me, (laughs) can't write a superhero story with an ending to save his life. That, that's your soapbox that you will stand on until the end of time. I man. said, I said, superhero story. I didn't yeah, I say know, regular story. Yeah. If it's like a noir thing, I think they all turn out really good. I think I think I love Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I, see, frankly. I did not like that. Yeah. I thought it was not a Supergirl that's, story. That's Barely my bad. Supergirl story was my thumbnail. Strange Adventures, great mm-hmm. until the last issue. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, you, you ruined it. Yeah. Heroes in Crisis was not his fault. Heroes in Crisis, I don't know. That was not his fault. I don't man. care. <laughs> that Batman was... Run, totally his fault. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that the eighty five issues, and then you tack on. Mm-hmm. Did you have you read his Batman Catwoman? The no, I, issue no, I, ha- I have not. I have not. All right. Have set, we talked set, about this in, on comic timing? Probably, this but came it doesn't out matter. Last year, two years ago. Yeah. Who knows? I think you talked about it a little bit. There's but a hardcover like out there now. Yeah. You could go and, and read it. Yes. What if I told you? Yeah. That this Batman Catwoman story was in fact actually three mm-hmm. Batman Catwoman stories. I'm not surprised. With the same artist. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Drudge jumps in here and there. But yeah. unlike Strange Adventures, where mm-hmm. they clearly delineate pick two like, artists, yeah. and you have Mitch Drudge doing the present time stuff, mm-hmm. and um, gosh, who was the guy that did the past time stuff? Uh, he was awesome. Chris Strauss. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Strauss? No, no, no. It's Evan Shaner. Evan Shaner. Same, Evan Shaner, Chris Brown, same art style. Somebody, yeah. sorry guys. Yeah, yeah. That's it fine. wasn't Chris Samney. I've come around <laughs> no, on him. No, it was not Sam. Come around on Chris Samney. I love Samney. Batman, Catwoman, three mm-hmm. different time stories, all about an interaction with the Joker. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. after so many Joker stories he did in right. his eighty-five issue run. Yeah. Just introducing Batman's daughter, uh-huh. and Catwoman looks the same because you have Clay Man who doesn't age people very well. Mm-hmm. So young Catwoman versus present Catwoman versus future Catwoman. The they only all, difference they is they all look the same. They all look the same except yeah. future Catwoman has a different haircut and gray. <laughs> okay, because uh, it's that much more in the future and everything's kind of techno. Right. But past Catwoman and present Catwoman look the same, and there's panels on pages that jump around in between. I think I've gone on this ramp before. Probably, but. There's panels on different pages that jump between time periods. Yeah. And if there's nothing to delineate the costumes, because Batman's present costume isn't mm-hmm. that much different than the original all gray and black costume. Hard hard, hard for Batman to look anything other than, like, uh. Batman, unless you're going to give him the giant-ass ears. Exactly. Like, so yeah. there's no delineation, so you're just reading it, and you're going... There's many moments where I was like, wait, is this a present or a past? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a past. Oh, that's a present. Oh, that's a... Oh, okay, that's a future. <laughs> it's just a mess. So... I'm a little worried that Tom King will write a script in exactly the same way. Well, my, he's not the only script writer, and that that is probably a good idea. You know, he's that, on their brain trust. So yeah, he's I, on I he's know. on the brain trust. Sure, know. but you know, Bendis was on Marvel's brain trust, and Bendis 
no matter how much I love them, which I do at times, there's also times when I hate them when they're sitting around a table talking about their breakfast. You know, like that's that's. See, I like those moments. Yeah. Everybody Sometimes. wants the X Men baseball moments, but nobody likes the breakfast cereal moments. Come Beca- on. Because when, when you it's do it in Avengers, when it, when it's starting off a book and then all of a sudden, boom, disaster. Like I don't know, the, the, the delineation of it all never really worked for me. Like he didn't set it up the way that I would have liked for the more quieter moments. Get but off my cornflakes, man! <laughs> lucky charms. They're after me, lucky charms. But yeah, so I, I think that's what DCU has going for mm-hmm. it. There's no Jeff Johns anymore. Yeah. He's not involved. The Superman movie is going to going to show us a lot as to what we what we want to expect. I know you're not happy that they've announced you know 87 characters for this that's, thing. That's my thing. It's yeah. too many characters. Yeah, it's too many. I think I think just give that, me the core five: Superman, yeah. Lois, Lex, Jimmy, Perry, yeah, and give me a villain. Just fucking do it. I, I feel I feel as if but no, I got to get all those people plus the authority. <laughs> Plus the JSA, plus Amanda Waller. As long as you still manage to have it be a grounded Superman story, but not grounded, like, you know, going across the country, thanks, JMS, um, then then I think we'll be fine. But if we try to overload it like we have in the past with both Marvel and DC, then it's going to be a problem. Peacemaker gives me hope. Uh, yes, absolutely. Peacemaker Absol- was, I thought was actually great. He's working on season two of that right now, I actually. I hope so. Yeah. I thought he, that was actually great. But yeah. I wonder if James Gunn can't do smaller groups. I think he can. Because you have Guardians, yeah. big group. Mm-hmm. Well, five or six, but still. Yeah. Add in everybody else. Right with the guest stars and it feels like it's eight or nine characters on screen constantly at the same time uh, Peace, now, Peace, Peacemaker only had like four on screen for the most part four or five yeah. you know but yeah. still same thing same dynamic right and then you're gonna have Superman now who's gonna have what jump into a, a new location but well, we also don't know that if yet. Superman goes to Bialya and <laughs> runs into Hawkman again uh-huh. And then he runs into the authority when he goes to DC. I you know, so, is that I somehow going to be Superman encountering the DC universe. I somehow do not think he's going to run in the Hawkman. Just just an idea that I'm throwing out there. I somehow think we're not going to be seeing that JSA anymore. Aldous Hodge so. was a good Hawkman. The JSA yeah, was, was the best part about that. He was, yeah, exactly. No, it was a great JSA movie that happened to also be a Black Adam movie, which is yet another one of my problems. If the right Rock there. had acted unlike the Rock. <laughs> You might have gotten a good Black Adam movie. Listen, according to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, that movie did gangbusters, was fantastic, I was great, and if anybody else says anything, then I will whip your candy ass. That's th- th- those are words directly out of his mouth. Okay, about the movie. All right. Okay. Dwayne. Sure. Yeah. That's in. In Rampage was a good film. <laughs> Absolutely. Can, can we talk? Can we talk about for a minute how you know we both liked the Marvels for the most part. You know, I, I, I we, we, I genuinely liked it. I, I went in with it. super low expectations. Yeah. Purely because I saw the first movie. Yeah. I don't know why it made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I did not enjoy the first movie. I thought it was pretty lame. Right. On the level of Thor: The Dark World, so mm-hmm. I don't know why it made a billion. Do you think that that's why this one made seventy-five cents? No, I think I and I, I talk about this in my long video review. Yeah, but honestly, I and my problem has been with Brie Larson as mm-hmm. a person. Yeah, personality. Mm-hmm. Person, personal personality. Her personality. Yeah, the couple. I don't seek out anything, but the mm-hmm. couple times she does trickle into my internet universe yeah it's always a little like i'm better than you or uh sometimes it's like i'm a show off or Mm -hmm. i'm 
start a podcast in the COVID era at the end of it, and then it never goes anywhere. <laughs> Opportunistic, maybe a, a little hard-headed on the causes, cause de vive she wants to you uh-huh. know, go for, and everybody has their own. That's fine. I'm not picking on her causes or anything like that. It's not a political thing. It's just a... It's it's a wannabe kind of attitude, like a opportunistic mm-hmm. wannabe, and then she doesn't feel relatable. So that was my like, um, I'm not really digging Brie Larson in general as a personality. Which, mind you, Ms. Marvel less, is incredibly relatable. Yeah. I, I I love every single part and of I, that. I think, and I said this on my video. I yeah. think Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, mm-hmm. and Photon, Monica Rambeau mm-hmm. made that movie enjoyable. Yeah, Miss Marvel's family. Mm-hmm. And the first episode of Miss Marvel's TV show yeah. and the last episode should have just been it. Skip the five <laughs> middle ones. Those are the best ones. I, I think that one of the problems that I more than anything believe – okay, two things. One is that the story itself is small. Even though it's even though it's a space story, it is very much centered centered on these characters. You got to be familiar with these characters. I think they dropped the ball by having a lot of their backstory be on the Disney Plus shows because people would have been like, "Well, if I haven't seen this, then like, why am I even bothering to go see this?" Blah blah. Exactly. blah. Even though they actually do a really good job of setting things up in the story itself, similar to a comic book that exists after a previous comic book came out just by saying, so how'd you get your powers? This is how I got my powers. Oh, okay. See, I, they did do that, but I feel like that, that animated Kamala Khan-ness at the first ten minutes of, mm-hmm. I could have I would have chopped, chopped that down to be like two minutes. Alright. Or, or you know, cut it out entirely and done it ex- expositionally. But here's, here's the other reason. It was cute. Oh, yeah. Super cute, but not how I wanted to start the Marvels. Yeah. This movie needed an advertising campaign, which it was incapable of doing because of the writer strike and the actor strike. I don't know if that stuff. I a hundred percent. Mark didn't help. Well, look, look at look at where we are right now when it comes to movies and the bank that they, that has been you know been coming out for the past like I don't know maybe about like this past six eight months. How a lot of these movies have been making about the same amount of money that Marvels did. Mm-hmm. But for some of them, that's a good thing because it means that they did better than their than their budget. For other movies like Aquaman, I don't think it's going to make its budget, quite frankly. You know, I, I, and, it, and it made about the same amount that the, that the Marvels did in its first weekend. Well, domestically, Aquaman, I saw a report did like 170 million bucks. 170 domestic? No, not worldwide. Sorry. Worldwide, worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. yeah, yeah. yeah. Very well worldwide. Yeah, it, it made about 40 here in the States, yeah. which is about what the Marvels made, which is about what Black Adam made, so like that sort of stuff. I still don't understand when people say, like, it didn't have a marketing campaign. I'm like, yeah. okay. You still had bus stop ads in yeah. New York City, I'm assuming. Right. But there's no bus stops here in Florida. Mm-hmm. So the most thing I saw out of all these things, other than there being no talk shows to go and promote them on. Which which matters a lot more than you would think. Apparently. Even in the world of YouTube. Apparently. Yeah. I saw YouTube ads for all these movies oh, yeah. constantly. Mm-hmm. So I don't really... And banner ads, mm-hmm. and he had toys, yeah. and he still had all the print marketing. So yeah. I don't really know how much those talk shows add to it. Also... Can you say that they add $60 million worth of advertising? I don't know. They they add at least a little bit, at least especially in the world of YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Like, you can you can take your, your, your quotes and throw them out there from the actors themselves because they're looking for information okay, from so the it's actors. It's not the cutting... It's not the... It's not the actual show. Exactly. It's the cutting up of the show. Yeah, because into that's these clip recycled yeah. feeds. We live in the world of ADHD when it comes to content. You know, most people are watching five minute videos on on Instagram or TikTok, and then they move on to whatever's right. next. You know, the other thing that may have played into it, at least partially, 
is the fact that the trailers, even though I enjoyed the intergalactic of it all, uh, you know, the great use of Beastie Boys, told you absolutely nothing about the plot of the damn movie. I still don't know the name of the villain. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Villain, it's, villain itself also was kind of Thor, Thor Dark World. Like, you know, very very throwaway. Like, we didn't get enough out of it. Even though I wanted to know more about what happened on Hawa than anything else. I don't know the name of the character. I don't yeah. know the name of the actress. All I know is she is, in fact, married to Tom Look, uh, Tom Holland. Engaged. Not Tom Holland. Engaged. Oh. Uh, Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Yeah, yeah. Tom H. Tom Loki. Can't they, can't they like... Pick a different Tom. His name, Tom Loki. That's his Tom name. Tom Dalton. Is that another actor too? I think no, so. Is he, on, is he uh, on one of those British shows? Yeah, sounds like a British S- name. Sounds sounds about right. Downton Abbey. <laughs> Down Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey with Tom Dalton. I mean, every single actor in the Marvel universe is actually secretly either British or New, Ze- New Zealand, yeah. whether yeah. you like it or not. Um, except for except for Brie Larson, actually. So go 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 figure. Um, so, I don't know. I, I thought the Marvels was good, yeah. despite Brie Larson, and even then. I was looking for something out of her, and I felt like they are doing her a disservice because her Captain Marvel is so standoffish right. throughout both of those films. Yeah. It's like, no wonder people don't like her. We needed more as how- a personality because yeah. the biggest movie she's been in, yeah. her character does not have a personality other than, well, let's call it bitchy. We needed we needed more. She was more grounded in the Marvels. I feel like than she was in Captain Marvel. I think that we needed more of the Hala stuff. We needed more of the reason why this uh, this threat was happening in the first place. Because they they spent like four minutes on that. I'm still astonished that they set the first movie in the '90s and then yeah. had her disappear for 20 years. And I, I agree with still that. Still haven't well. explained yeah. it in the two opportunities that they did. She was on vacation. She was on vacation. That's that, that's plain and, and simple. And to me, that goes back to that character of being just kind of a bitch in general, at least in <laughs> MCU. Because, hey, here's a character, uh-huh. and she's so into herself and her personality or depression, whatever the fuck you want to call whatever she was doing for 20 years, uh-huh. that she never goes back to visit Monica Rambeau. <laughs> not, not a good one. Much less find out from Fury that the fucking uh, Loki and the Chitari invaded uh-huh. in Avengers 1 and be like, you know what? I should probably go back and check on Earth. Well, look. No, 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 no. It's only yeah, I know. after the world's been destroyed uh-huh. with the snap that she's like, "Hey, I'll, I'll check in now." Actually, maybe you it's know, a good, maybe it's a maybe good idea. Finally, yeah. I should return home. <sighs> she she just really is just bad at checking her messages, like more than anything else. You know, it's just bonkers, <laughs> bonkers. She's talking real time, mm-hmm. space light years away. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. To Nick Fury and yes. Kamala's family mm-hmm. as they're going up and down the saber uh, elevator yeah. of death. You know, That's the official name, but by the way. She saber elevator. She of can death. talk in real time. Yeah, and there's no delay. There, the problem is, is that she. It's really hard to get an Uber out in space. So, you know, she just kept looking for signal, couldn't find it. Plus, like the the, the charges, man, like the charge to get an, an Uber from the middle of like Zaldaran to to Earth. Talking you know? about for all mankind, there is no live communication still. Really? Because it's still the real-life communication delay. Okay, okay. You know, you had the Earth from the Earth to the Moon, I think, uh-huh. was what, like, 11-minute delay? Yeah. In their radio transmissions? Most, most of our For All Mankind talk happened yes, pre-mic, before, by the way. But, before but, we started. Yeah. But in For All Mankind, you send back and forth video messages. Oh, Like, oh, that's, yeah. that's how they get their mail. It's a video message. Oh, okay. So you may not find out, and I don't know what the real-time delay is. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like three hours or something like that, uh-huh. but it's a long time. Yeah, and, and, and because it's For All Mankind, they call it Skype instead of Zoom. You know, it's got to be a different name for it. Yeah, it's got something else. It's got something else. <laughs> XNN is their CNN, you know, or GNN. So, so where are we, by the way? Like going into the, going into this upcoming year, 
the Marvel slate is like zero. Like You're the only, only getting, we're only getting Deadpool three at this. That's point. That's it. That's it. Oh, and the and the Spider Man movies we don't care about. Well, uh, Madam Web. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, Madam Raven. Madam Web looks like it was made by a high schooler. Like, I guarantee that the, crap is bad. The man. only shots of those girls in costume is the ones in the trailer. Probably. That's- and, and Ezekiel in his uh, in his burlap why, sap Spider Man costume. Why is he wearing a costume at all? Like <laughs> that's why? what I'm saying. I, I brought that up on a on a on a on a, on a comic talk recently uh, with with CGS. I'm like, there's no reason at all. Like, so you're gonna have somebody wearing a Spider Man costume, but you haven't introduced well, Spider Man. They wanted to be vaguely Spider Man so that you have this Spider Man association for the, all those idiots who are gonna <sighs> go see it. God, the man, the man looks like a bargain base. He looks like he went to, you no, know, th- we have Spider-Man at home. Spider-Man at home. Like, Sydney this is, Sweeney is in a bad wig. Wish.com Spider-Man, okay? should just take the wig off Sydney Sweeney, just let her, natural hair, just dye it. Yeah. Come on. Like. They went to an Etsy store, and they bought a bunch of costumes, and then they're like, these are the costumes we're going to be wearing for this movie. And we're going to light them, and we're going to, like, dim them, yeah. and it's going to be flashback, and you're going to have blurred edges, God. because it's going to be a vision of the future uh-huh. that Ezekiel's scared of. Ezekiel is, you know, Ezekiel's a misogynist. He's scared, <laughs> he's scared of these three young girls getting spider powers. No. And he's the only one that has spider powers to his mind, so he doesn't want any females with spider powers. I'm also a little because bit... Because female insects eat the male insects. <laughs> so that's why they call it Black Widows. Okay. That's, that's why. Okay. That you know, makes uh, perfect sense. Praying mantis, you know, uh-huh. that's what happens. So I'm a little the disappointed. The male impregnates the female praying mantis, then it gets eaten. He's also wearing shoes. Day. He's also wearing shoes, and that was one of the main things about Ezekiel is that he never wore shoes. He never shoes. wore shoes, but when he's in costume, goddammit, he's wearing his <laughs> sticky boots. <laughs> But so the re- the reason that you know outside of these these crap ass movies, like, do you think it's a good thing that, that we're only getting like Deadpool three? Yes. This upcoming year, and that we get a little bit of a breather, and maybe it'll reset things a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Because have you watched What If season two? I, I have not. I have watched the first episode of, of What If season two. I'm fucking busy. Like, why why are they putting this on? Because they wanted to put out a, a, an episode a day for anybody so who is at home so minding dumb. their own business. First episode is actually a really good Blade Runner motif. Like, Great. I can't wait to watch them. Yeah. In spring break. I mean. <laughs> Probably not. Disney Plus. You can watch them whenever you want. I guess on my next my next airplane flight to Japan. I but they're, they're also a half hour long. So you could just, you know, if you're taking a really long crap. Just go ahead and load it up on your phone. Before you know it, you're done with the episode. I'm just saying, and then you got those like you know you got those imprints on your legs from holding your phone that long. <laughs> you know, and your blood you're getting old, and your blood doesn't flow as good as it used to, and your feet oh fall asleep, God. and then you're you're focused on making your foot up before you got to stand up to wipe your ass. Fifteen years of comic time. The last five minutes of the show. <laughs> Where all the important stuff happens. Fifteen years of comic time. We go from talking about stuff on our on our laptops to talking about what we're gonna do when we take a crap. That's that, that that's 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 the level of, of indecency that we've reached. It's here. Done. Yeah. There's downsides. <laughs> downsides to all this technology. No, but I I, I think I'm, I'm actually like, probably gonna enjoy season two more than I enjoy season one of What If. To be honest with you, like I, I think I think that this seems like it's more the type of What If that I like. But also Echo is is coming soon. But that's kind of it. Like, Daredevil technically is supposed to be coming out next this upcoming year, but we haven't heard anything. I was killing time before coming over here, and I was yeah. in a comic shop, and I saw the new ma- saga of Maya Lopez Echo. Which, which comic shop? Which comic shop? Coliseum of Comics. There you go. And um, I was like, huh. And I was, I was like, oh, no, I've never really been interested in Echo Ally. <laughs> 
So I was like thinking about it. I was like, ah, no, it's, it's got Joe Casada art. Like this would slot in right between. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's that the uh, Kevin Smith run yes. and the beginning of Bendis. Mm-hmm. But then I got to the back with all the David Mack, RC Farchy shit, and I was like, no, I don't really want to read this. See, at I, wa- all. I love David Mack, but also he's not very good at sequentials. I, I I much prefer him when it's just standalone like covers or what or what have you because yeah. yes he does go a little bit too much on that in that level but um, at the same time so I put it down and I was like nope I still don't care enough about Echo to uh-huh. buy her consolidated story I mean I'll be I'll be checking it out for the Daredevil and the uh, and the Fisk of it all more than anything else I guess so but they they bounced Born again like they just uh, yeah. totally bounced that show which so might starting be, over which might be a good idea from what I've heard so whatever they're building to an Echo yeah. I assume it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, they no, won't pick up on it at all. As long as long as it at least like sort of rebounds off of it is really all they need. I want to know? know why Marvel thought it was a good idea to have three years uh-huh. since 2020, right? Yeah. Of TV shows mm-hmm. without showrunners. All, yeah, all see, that's a problem. TV shows. That's a problem. And they were like, hey, we're going to make... And their main problem was all of these are two and a half hour movies. Yeah. That should have just been... A two-hour movie, yeah, and not six or eight episodes of a TV show. Well, they also they also technically went a bunch of years without real directors when you think about it, because like Feige was was the guy who was pulling most of the strings behind the scenes. Well, if that's the case, then the cracks have started to show. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. No, absolutely. I I think I think it's a great idea to have a showrunner. Frankly, really should have been a good idea from the start. It, they should know? have done it from the beginning and all this other stuff. It, yeah, it boggles my mind that they didn't have a. Uh, clear directional, like, hey, this is how you make television now, and that and that concept didn't even really come out until now because we were under the assumption that there were showrunners because there was a person who was at least the lead on WandaVision was the lead on She Hulk, but they were never actually, I guess, official showrunners. Like they didn't have like a day to day. They weren't writers. Yeah, they weren't, or they were. They were all maybe director writers, like the guy heading up Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. But was Moon Knight a knockout punch? No. It was okay. I, I, I dug Moon Knight a lot more than a lot of other people did, quite frankly. It it, it, it hit it hit a lot of uh, the the like the buttons that I was looking for. Um, but it might just be the Oscar Isaac of it all, for all I know. Yeah, I'm not sure about Oscar Isaac. Still. Yeah, what he's not he's not your bag. I don't know. It just felt very gimmicky. Okay. Instead of finding the right actor, we found a star. I mean, you just described half of Marvel, like. <laughs> Also true. Also true. Which, going back to James Gunn, the fact that he cast David Cornsweat, relative unknown. (laughs) Yeah. Good for him. Cornsweat? Is that his name? Corn Sweat. (laughs) Not corn and sweat, but it's pronounced kind of like that same. This episode is now officially going to be called Corn Sweat. Corn and Sweat. Okay. Out here in Auburndale. I hate hate when corn sweats, you know? Like, you, you you want nice, fresh corn without that corn sweat. I'm telling you, man. Like, right there in the husk. Right there in the husk. <laughs> Raw, hard, just unedible. Oh, my God. But I, I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for the future of, of Marvel in particular, especially with Young Avengers being teased at the end of Marvels. And I, you know I'm a huge Young Avengers Marvel's guy. Marvel's got a Kang problem. Do they, though? They, Do well, they really? Because they can have a Doom problem very easily. They, I think they have a Vision problem. Where, where they have it? a vision problem. Where Marvel is he? Has a vision where, problem. No, no, he he flew off at the end of WandaVision. Well, yeah, he he's all white. And that's now that's he's, true. He's gone. Yeah, he shall never He'll be, be seen again. He'll be Who back. Who knows? He's probably going to show up in Agatha. No, but really, I think it's a uh, 
hey, here's yeah. phase four. Mm-hmm. We're going to tell you a little bit about phase yeah. five, but we're mostly going to talk about TV shows. Uh-huh. And then we're going to tease you with the beginning of phase five is Fantastic yeah. Four. And then we're going to tell you the end of phase six is Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Yeah. Not laying out anything in between. Like, I would have been fine not knowing whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. Their, bi- their biggest mistake was not having Fantastic Four start off phase four. I think that that, that would have been the pure idea that they have a direction because Fantastic Four is that franchise that everybody's the most most aware of. Their biggest mistake is not putting in the X-Men until after apparently Phase 6. Well, yes. Even though we've been getting teases out the wazoo for shit. I mean, the end of the Marvels was like, oh, there's a different fucking beast voiced by the same actors. Well, yeah. Well, it, that looks a lot more like in? that looks more like the 90s animated beast, quite frankly, because they decided to not put Kelsey Grammer in a in a uh, in a chair for the you know like eight hours. You know, do you blame him? Do you blame him? I don't blame him at all. Put him in a chair for like three minutes. Like, come on. Uh, uh, uh. Can you at least say that five times so we can get your minimum out of you? You know your tossed salad and scrambled minimum. eggs right there, man. That's 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 the, he's he's busy rebooting his own damn show. Although I'm sure you know, like how there's um, Apple has that thing. Oh, you don't have an Apple, but there's this thing now where you can like make your own voice recording, like a mm-hmm. AI thing. Yeah, and it basically has you read like. 15 sentences to get all the different phonetic sounds. Uh-huh. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the All plane. those years of Frasier, you know, they, he could have just said, <laughs> program my voice. Oh my god, I'm starting to get really annoyed with YouTube videos that I'm coming across where people are using AI voice to read their script rather than themselves. Um, perfect example. I came across like there, there, there's these there's these videos that popped up on my feed for like I created the best career mode in in you know WWE 2K23. I click on one and hello and welcome to the channel. I am emotionless and I'm going to tell you about what I did. They probably had ChatGPT write it for him. That's and then and, speak it for him. And yeah, because of the, because of the terms and phrases that they're using. Because you clicked, you watched an ad yeah. before it started. And yeah, then you clicked off. Meanwhile, I'm my YouTube channel has me face <laughs> on the channel, and, you've, and people are still clicking off. And, after you've, two and you've never, ever, ever used any sort of robotic voice to fill in the gaps. No, that's no. why. That's true. That's why. That's why there's no background music. That's mm-hmm. why there's no clips. That's mm-hmm. why there's no anything. Mm-hmm. Because I see, I follow these YouTube channels, and they're all complaining about, oh, copyright this, copyright yeah. that, and that's why I'm like, well. I'm just gonna be me on the video, and that's what you get. So, Casina be Casina, yo. Worry about copyright things ever. Casina be Casina. Raw. That's it. That's That's it. All it is. Raw Casina. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Put it away. Put it away. (laughs) What? What I? uh, What I'm wondering. I mean, you have to go Doom, right? You got to like that. Like, where else are you gonna go? Unless you're gonna recast Kang, which you could very easily. I I think they should next time, baby. It's a shame. It's a shame. They could and they should. They, I, I think... If you can recast Rhodey... Yes. In issue two of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Yes, right? exactly. Because you had Iron Man 1, mm-hmm. yeah. and then a couple of years, then Iron Man 2, and uh, that was really the kickstart. Like, wow, Rhodey, you look different. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm wearing a new suit. Oh, okay. How, ba- a, how about that? It's a Kang variant. Yeah. Because Loki already has a different looking variant. You know, it's not Tom Hiddleston in a wig. That's cast a different actress. That's very true. Not and that you, you had that. the alligator. You mm-hmm. know, that's different. The the, the classic uh, Loki with the giant Richard, horns. Was that Richard Curtis? Yes. Okay. Yes. You yeah. had the kid. You yeah. know, like it's not all de-aged or aged up. Tom Hiddleston. Right. Yeah. No, you can get away with that. Um, you just never have to mention Jonathan Majors ever again. That's 
that's it. Like it's it's over, man. And and it is such a damn shame too because great actor, horrible human being. Creed three, yeah. Creed three. I, uh, 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 Cthulhu. What's it? What's that? Cthulhu, um, good time. That show that he was on. Oh, uh, uh, Lovecraft County. Lovecraft Country. No, County. It was County. County? No, it was Country. Was it, was it really? It was Country. They were going all over the country all searching by. for a book. Let me see. Yes, it was Country. Okay. And you had uh, Black Canary, Smollett. You're right, it is Country. Journey yeah. Smollett, was in it? Yes. Who, unfortunately, her career died. Maybe this that show. Maybe it's that Maybe. show. Maybe. Maybe it's that show. But, but Although... Um, Ruby on that show went mm-hmm. on to go do Loki. That's true. She's been pretty good. Oh, and and uh, I mean, hell, what's his face died of a of the drug overdose uh, that that was on that uh, the uh, the guy from Broadway Empire who was also in Lovecraft uh, Country. The oh, one, Michael one K. The, Williams. Yeah, Michael K. Williams. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, the dad. The, the dad died, also died too. Oh my god! All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Man, it is that show. Maybe, maybe that maybe show that is. Show. Maybe that show is horribly cursed. None of the, none of the white characters I've seen have <laughs> actors. Uh, they haven't died. <laughs> or, or they have. They don't have careers either. At least that I've seen. So maybe. It's, yeah. It's, well, that's that's a whole other story. Uh, but I, I maybe we're maybe we are better off with just pivoting to Doom though. Doom is a much more what? compelling character. You gotta put out a Fantastic Four movie first, though. Or you just have him just show up, and then you do the Fantastic Four. Doom could already be established. He doesn't have to be established in a Fantastic Four. I guess they could. Yeah, they could. It wouldn't know. be the first. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time they did something like that. But also, like, I feel like you. I'm tired of the villain being introduced in the movie. You know, like so you're okay. And all the shit I've seen. Yeah. And this is all fake news because we haven't seen a real trailer or anything yet. Yes. But apparently... Yes, apparently. 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 The FF movie takes place in the 60s. That is... In a different universe? No. And then they're going to jump here? Like, in that, and that's what you want? That's, that's, been a, that's been a rumor that's been going around for forever, so, and yet it's always been ups, uh, unsubstantiated. Oh, here we go. Here we ah, go. Ah, damn. We thought we missed the train. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, so, quickly, before <laughs> yeah. the train comes. Yeah. Oh, uh, who's behind you? Yeah. Uh, so you want Doom to show up? Uh-huh. Oh no, you want Doom in the MCU, and yeah. then you want Reed to come in and say, "Hey, Doom, how's it going? We've never met, or we have." No, met. no, 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 no. They they have met. Doom's gonna have an instant like. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Woo! All right, good. At least it's not a super long one. <laughs> Jesus. I was just watching a whole video on uh, John Oliver from like from like two weeks ago. There was a whole video about how uh, those type of trains are just getting longer and longer just and longer. Lost half your CGS listeners because this is my reporter recorder, <laughs> and I'm gonna not edit the train out. <laughs> oh no no no! You are you are sending me this goddamn file, man. I'll put it through the level later. It'll be fine. Oh yeah 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 yeah. It'll be fine. It'll level the train. <laughs> That's really what we want. Just as loud as our voices. Oh my god! No, I. Uh, the park is empty. It's a lot I know. It's, well, it's great because well, it's it's getting now. We can yell as loud as we want. It's like three thirty. So okay. I guess so I you really want? Like, this is what I don't understand. If you're gonna have Doom yeah. in the MCU, if you're just gonna put in Doom instead of Kang, mm-hmm. fine. You're gonna have Reed come in from another universe, and all of a sudden there'll be a rivalry against alternate I'm not universe. Saying Reed that's what I want. And current Doom. That's, no. that's to me like no, eh. no, 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 no. First off. To hell with them doing a alternate universe Fantastic Four that somehow winds up in our universe. Okay, Just saying. all right, like that is not at all. Yes, all reports have said that. 
Yes, and, and all reports are a hundred percent accurate. When nothing has come out on casting, nor trailers, nor yes, is absolutely. the movie in production. Absolutely, welcome, welcome to the Snyderverse. God. All reports are accurate. We are, we are not. Everything uh, exists and never existed at the same time. We are not bounding into comics. Okay, we do not go <laughs> off of unsubstantiated rumors like that. Shit, still, come on. I still would like them to do a miniseries of his whack ass Justice League two and three. Oh, that'd be, that'd be hilarious. Uh, that'd be hilarious. I, I, that's what I want. Oh I just want a miniseries. Just put Justice League 2 and 3, those stupid storyboards, well, put them out well, there. While we're at it, why don't we just do J.J. Abrams' uh, version of Superman, where uh, what, Lex Luthor was yes, going to turn out to be from Krypton. Black Label. <laughs> Fucking put it out. Oh, my God. You're, you're, you went, they went back to the... Yeah. They yeah. went back to the well uh-huh. with the Superman 89 yes. and 78, and they both have new miniseries out. Batman 89, Superman 78. Right. Yeah. Or maybe is it is it eighty nine ninety? No, no, it's just ba- it's just Batman eighty nine. It's always eighty nine. It's always eighty nine. He's permanently in nineteen eighty. Forever in nineteen eighty nine. It doesn't matter never how many years ago. Celebrate New Year's Eve and get a kiss from never or nothing. Absolutely no, Vicky Vale. Keep those lips where you ha- where you are. Okay, like not not happening. Not happening. <laughs> it's an eternal twelve months. Exactly. <laughs> just a continuous loop. Like that's that that's it. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Where was I going? <laughs> Yeah, that, that 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 we did the Superman and Batman. We oh, went back to the well. Yes. Like you, yeah. you're going back to the well. Uh-huh. Let's go to the well of all the hateful Snyderverse fans and put out their little dream miniseries. You'll sell a whole bunch. Oh my god, can we do, can can we do Nick Cage Superman? Like, can we put him out? Yeah, you got Black Label and not have it not have him be horrible CGI in a Flash movie. Movie Elseworlds. Oh I think god. that would be fun. I I loved it. I loved Nick Kevin Cage's... Smith did it with his Green Hornet take years yeah. ago. I love Nick Cage's reaction to to him being in the Flash. Like, uh, first off, wasn't me. Second off, why wasn't it me? I I'm, saw that. I'm right here. He's like, I'm right here. All you had to do was ask, and I would have gladly done it. I don't. I don't. He said he was on set for a day. Yeah, and, and it, did some did some staring stuff. And Sounds they, like they didn't do maybe any of that's that. what he. Maybe they used his staring as what the Christopher Reeve character did. Maybe, but but also why. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They needed a guy in a Superman suit to stand there, and they want him to have let's, Nick Cage. Let's, let's not use Nick Cage for Nick Cage's part, but let's use him we, for... We won't I build him know. a suit either, and then we'll make him look all CGI and rubbery for reasons. Oh, my God. All right. Let's, let's, pivot, let's pivot to something a little bit more comic book related. The death of comicsology. Oh, well, don't get me started. Oh, I, I mean, but... But I have to get you started because or else there's no podcast. Because it's my favorite app for the last ten years. Yeah, until I've it, quit on it. Me. It was my favorite app that I would log into using your account yes, as well. Exactly. You know, like that's it, it, for me. There's no reason to do this. I understand why they did it because the, even the interfaces were the same now between uh, Kindle and Comicsology. So the death of Comicsology did happen, in fact, this year. Yes, because officially. they killed the separate app. Yes. So. Let's rewind. Let's give a history. Quick history for yeah. comics for younger folks. Yes, in the before times, in the, in the long ago. Times, yeah. Comicsology mm-hmm. was an app on your phone. Yes. No one owned it. Comicsology.com was an actual website you would go to. And they only had older comics. Yes. They had old stuff. Mm-hmm. You just you could buy it. It's 99 cents. Yeah. $1.99. Sure. Then the new 52 launches and mm-hmm. they said, "Hey, we're going to go week to week." Yeah. New releases, mm-hmm. new prices. Marvel joined them, and then the digital comics revolution happened. Everybody was scared that digital comics are going to kill the comic shops. Marvel.com slash redeem. Redeem your digital copy when you buy your physical digital copy. Digital copies in the physical things, yep. in the graphic novels. Mm-hmm. 
I got a lot of stuff that way. As did I. From the back of Barnes & Noble. <laughs> <laughs> that was you! Peeling the stickers. You did that! Fuck yeah. Oh my god. If you lived in uh, Central Florida, that was me. Yep. And, um... And, and maybe some other states. And a lot of a lot of other people <laughs> probably do the same thing. It's not that hard to do. I'm sure. I'm sure Donovan uh, has to fight that on a regular basis. <laughs> I don't think they do it anymore. So no, I don't to worry about. It. <laughs> they they still do the codes. They're just only in single issues, like rather than rather right. than rather than collections. But now they're not on a same app. They're on Marvel you know, Unit Marvel Unlimited. Unlimited or something. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is also in itself a little bit weird that you you don't you don't need a Marvel Unlimited subscription to have Marvel comics to read now because as long as you have redeemed your comics. You you can read any of those comics. So I've been having I've had a Comicsology account since what? Since I started working, so almost fifteen years. Yes, I mean. So I have a long library of stuff, mm-hmm. and I'll never leave Comicsology because it all lives there. Yep. Hopefully they'll never just boop out of existence. Hopefully Amazon. Oh, no. no. I, I don't think I don't think you have a chance of that. I mean, there have been some comic books that have left Comicsology. That has happened in the yeah. past, like because licenses have lapsed or like they still they've decided have, to split off. So they they had a. Stuff that's not on sale anymore still is in my library. Like yes. the Invincible Digital Omnibus. I have two volumes of that that mm-hmm. go through like issue sixty-five. Yeah, um, I have those. Uh, there was a Planetary Digital Omnibus that I bought that had the entire series that's still there on mm-hmm. my account. It's not listed in the store or anything, yeah. you know. I, I have a volume of Watchmen, which was part of a glitch on Amazon. I still have that one. Yep. <laughs> still have that one. Still it's not that. listed as Watchmen. It's listed as some random shit. Yep. Um, still yep. got that. Mm-hmm. So all that's hopefully still there. But when they bought, when Amazon bought Comixology, I think it was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And they had the new app. And the best thing about the Comixology app, the old one, mm-hmm. was the currently reading, downloaded, oh, yeah. recently bought, mm-hmm. and then the sep- like the what's hot page. And having a freaking storefront. Separate from your library. Yeah. The storefront, I understand, like doing away with that. Well, but but at, but at the same time, it was a good way to see at least what came out this week, um, what the current deals were, all that jazz. Removing it from the app, I understand that you don't want to pay the, the the Apple or the Android tax or whatever, and then you know doing your own thing. But now there's not even a Comixology.com, so you have to go to Amazon in order to view everything, even the deals, which are even harder to find now, even though they still technically have them. They're still there. Yeah. They're on there. What's yeah. harder to find now is the new releases of the Comixology yes. Unlimited service, Ooh. which I've still paid for. Yeah, which is still a thing. Because I still have books that I've checked out years ago that I have not read. <laughs> and since they're checked out in my 50, 50 book library uh-huh. account... Even though they're no longer offered as a checkable, yeah. they're still readable for me. Let's just point that out once again, that Comixology Unlimited still exists, even though Comixology does not exist. Yeah, I don't... It's, I don't, it's like a... How have they not merged that into uh, Kindle Unlimited reading yet? It, it, some things on Comixology Unlimited are not are on Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. Some of them are not. Some like are even weird. on Kindle Prime. Like everything that's a quote-unquote Comixology original, I have access to just with my regular Amazon Prime account. Oh, um, huh. Through Prime Reading, I can, I can read all of that for free. So I just need to read all of my Comixology Unlimited stuff before they do away with it, which yeah. probably won't happen. It's not happening anytime soon, at least, because people are still paying for it. Yeah. It's still a add-on or whatever, but um, I'm just disappointed that... But uh, that What's Hot page was the best thing about that oh, yeah. only original app. Yes, and then they when they got rid of that and made it the Kindle app again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what last year? Yeah, that that's where Comicsology died. Oh yeah, uh, th- and 
Can someone explain to me? Because the Kindle app is way worse. Yeah. Can someone explain to me why when I close a comic book, a smaller version of that comic is still visible on the on, on the homepage? Like, why? It takes so long to open and close. I don't. This is what I don't understand. If it's the Kindle thing, like, yeah. Why it takes so long to open and close a book on of a comic yes. on the Kindle experience, yes. whether it's the integrated Kindle app I have now mm-hmm. or the older Comixology app after they migrated to Kindle. That, yeah. that never made any sense to me. Like, okay, I get it, same software baseline, but like this is actively worse. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I mean, unless unless their code bases were just that much different. It doesn't make any sense to me why they could not have just taken the I'm code sure base were... of Comixology and integrated that into Kindle rather than being like, this is how Kindle makes comics work. We're going to use Kindle's version. Even though yours is much superior, we bought you, we bought your technology, we're just not going to use it. Working in simulation and software, yeah. I could say they you will spend a lot more money to make a version of software updated mm-hmm. or merged into whatever baseline you're maintaining rather than maintain it separately. Right. Right. And that could have been it. Like we have X Amazon has X software programmers for their Kindle app. Mm-hmm. They want to keep them they're don't want to keep on the Comixology ones even yeah. though they've had them for 10 years at that point. Right. They whittled down the Comixology staff. Mm-hmm. They cut the programmers and they said told their guys, "Hey, this is a short-term project. Import all this stuff, yeah. make it work." And that's what we, we have. What we have, and it'll, it'll never probably get any better because it's not that big part of the store. It's also probably going to get more and more people to pirate. There's no, there's no pride anymore because there's, yeah. you know, in making that app better, making that experience better because nobody's invested. Exactly. And that's why comics. That's why that last version of the app, right, was so good because people were investing. They had their own programmers invested in that. Anytime you make it harder for people to find comics and then read your comic inside of the app. You know, what, the fact that you now have to go to, you know, if you want to go to comicsology.com, it'll redirect you to Amazon's comic book page, whatever. And, and then you got to buy your comics there. And then you open up your app and you go ahead and read it, whatever. Um, sorting through the actual list, because I've done it on both my account and yours, uh, on, on, on Kindle and, and seeing, you know, like what it's like. And it's hard to sort through your collection. It's t- so I've been looking at stuff of like, what do I have? Right? Yeah. So, um, and I bought my, it's even worse now because I bought my wife a Kindle for uh-huh. Christmas and, um, she's now reading books on here. So, oh I, yeah. Cause of, cause of the family so account. She has yeah. the ink or whatever. And right. it's trying to load up comics on my massive 6,000 book collection <laughs> on her Kindle. I'm like, let oh, me God. just help you out. Right. Sort books only. Right. And, um, but no, so I searched, uh, what was I searching? Oh, I was searching for Azrael the other day. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm in my library here. I'm mm-hmm. looking, we're looking at my phone here, yeah. folks. And it says search Kindle, not search library. Right. Well, if I go to uh, sort by series, okay, cool. Uh-huh. Now I can find that one series and say pull up oh, that issue. Oh, come on. Right? Yeah. But I still got to go to alphabetical uh-huh. because this is the only library page we have, right? That is ridiculous. So now look at this. Search as real. Uh-huh. Because this is what I was doing the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, let's unsort by series. Oh, it can't. Uh-huh. Show more. What's well? I can't like if I want to find one thing. It, it just you, you throws gotta, everything You got to go through literally everything, and you got to go through everything. Well, yeah. the, I have all a hundred issues of that, and then right. it, at the bottom, it's got all the shit, uh, regular books or stuff I haven't bought. More or, results from Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not. Um, 
It's it's hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Search back. What? Search me a comic. Um, Captain Marvel character. Captain Marvel. Yeah, which will which will probably throw up a bunch of shit because it's going to give you both Marvel and DC. So Captain Marvel, yeah. I have a couple on my library. Uh huh. All right. Cool. Yeah. So that's a little bit easier because that's all I have. I have seven things. Right. But if I had a lot of Captain Marvel, I want to search for one issue. It still brings up all yeah. these things down here. It's searching the web, not your library. Mm-hmm. And even with your library, like I can't go. I want to look at that series because it's not there. I can't sort by series yeah. on the search tab. So this is this is just proving to me even further that my investment in Marvel Unlimited and DC Infinite is well worth it at this point. I, I think so because um, at least. But mind you, that's only Marvel and DC. So, like, if I want to read an Image comic, if I want to read a, a, right. a Dark Horse comic, go find IDW, other to go. yeah, and you know, I I'm not going to buy a trade every single time that I that I want to read something. You know, my most recent trade buys, I still don't have room on the goddamn shelves for it. So I got I got to go through them and get rid of some other stuff in order to make room for it. Because um, mind you, I have I have bought some good stuff recently, and that's why I'm sticking with, unfortunately, Comicsology and Kindle because mm-hmm. my lot. 10 plus year library yeah. of all those companies is there. Yeah. And I don't want to have to jump between apps. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. With 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 Infinite though, the fact that Infinite's only a month behind now. Like I'm actually somewhat recent on my DC reading for the first time in years. I'm behind in general on a lot of my stuff, so it wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. And 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 that that month is actually a set amount of weeks. So it's not even technically a full month. So like it's more like four weeks when it comes four to rolling weeks. yeah four rolling weeks like when it comes to like Teen Titans or what have you you know so yeah I'll I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and buy it. and if something is biweekly that means you're, you're getting it even faster. What I didn't like about and I guess my question is yeah and Marvel Unlimited and DC Infinite mm-hmm. there's no trades though right DC has DC, upgrade DC to have trades if you if you have the upgrade that has you be a, a month behind you have trades okay trades are available. If you want to read Watchmen as a as a full trade, you can. There's also graphic novels available, so any of the like the black stuff is is there. Um, any of the graphic novels that have come out on that, okay. young, young adult. They're not going to have tr- trades for everything, but they do have a large amount of trades that are available for you. Okay. Um, if you want to read fables as trades, like for instance, does the Marvel do Unlimited one. have their omnibus stuff in there? Marvel Unlimited. That's a good question. Um, Marvel Unlimited is a little bit more behind on the on the trades because I noticed on the kin on the Kindle store, Marvel started putting their omnibus um, editions mm-hmm. as Kindle versions. Let me see. Actually. So like I bought, I pre ordered the Sigil omnibus yeah. from the cross gen days, uh-huh. which came out today. Okay, and at least digitally, I think it came out last week. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not into paying a hundred bucks for a giant ass book that I can't hold. Oh sure, absolutely. But I will pay thirty five dollars for fifty six issues of Sigil, which I've never read. But I did remember reading a bunch of cross-gen stuff, and I still have, like, the vector edge trades where it's, like, one issue of this, two issues of that kind of stuff. So I'm interested if they do more, like the Sojourn or um, uh, what was the Mark Wade one? Uh, oh, the crap. The Detective ripoff. That was yeah. good. Ruse. Yeah, thank you. Ruse yeah. is really good. Yeah. Like, I'll buy that stuff. I'm interested to read that. I, I don't think they have actual full... Collections on Unlimited, but that was D- that DC doesn't put their omnibus stuff on Kindle either, so it's kind of like yeah. But but there's a lot more. Again, there's a lot more collected available mm-hmm. on the actual Infinite app. Um, whether or not that's going to follow suit and be available elsewhere as well. But and w- once Amazon took over, what I also noticed too is that they so they used to have sales where you would have tr- trade paperbacks, 
or they would highlight a character. Mm-hmm. And they would th- that's where it really was cool because it would highlight like a sales character like Star-Lord. You could get all issues of um, you know, Star-Lord's appearances, key appearances or key issues, random stories yeah. for 99 cents each mm-hmm. per issue. And sometimes you look at it and go, is it cheaper to buy the issues or is it cheaper to buy all these trades sure. together? Right. And depending on the number, sometimes it was or wasn't. But now there's no longer that 99 cent issue sale of anything. Uh, you know, it's only trade paperbacks. Their deals are only trade paperbacks on the Kindle Comicsology store. That's interesting. Yeah. I, 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 Marvel's definitely further behind on that and will continue to be further behind on that, at least on their own app. So can um, you buy stuff on their own app and pay the Apple tax? No, I don't. I don't think you can. So you're, they're only redeeming, or you're paying for infinite. Exactly. Yeah, those are the only two things that you can do on the unlimited app. Like, for instance, like if you were to buy a new comic on Kindle, I, I do not believe it populates over to Marvel Unlimited. Well, that, that's weird that they put still put redeem codes in there to build a collection that you can't add to digitally. That is other than buying more Marvel comics. That like, is you very can't go strange. Backwards. Well, yeah, exactly. Because I, I, from what I'm aware. There is no way to redeem a comic book on Amazon itself, and I think they basically just basically just took that feature out uh, for all future things, which is why Marvel then decided to do it. The fact that we're even able to transfer transfer your collection over to Marvel says there was a way to do it at one point. Yeah. It's just I think the funnel was closed. You know, like you can't go from one to the other at this point. You got to choose. And if you're choosing unlimited, you're gonna have all your old stuff, and then you sign up for an unlimited uh, account. I think I got. Remember, so, Comixology also when they were independent. Yeah. No, no. Even after Amazon bought them, they had their own storefront for your LCS if they set it up. They did. So DCBS that, that, that's had it no, set that's up. That's no longer that's been gone. Yeah, that's been gone for a while. But I redeemed like what at least three hundred dollars worth of stuff from DCBS. Oh yeah. Through, through credits because I was mm-hmm. buying stuff digitally every week. Yeah, they closed that, what was it, like five years ago or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was a long like, time yeah, ago. Yeah, it, it was a while back. Although, some of the storefronts still existed. They just didn't give you any benefit anymore. Like, they, you could still technically log into it, but, like, you weren't getting any kickbacks yeah. to the company itself I think, anymore. I think um, you got, like, 10 cents of DCBS credit for every, <laughs> I don't know, not a dollar. It was probably, like, $10 spent or something uh-huh. like that. Just shows you how many comics I bought. Do you still buy anything from DCBS? No. Yeah, I, no. Didn't, th- I didn't think so. The last time I tried to buy stuff from in-stock trades, they canceled one item and then didn't want to ship it. Okay. And it was all... I just ended up canceling the entire order. And yeah, they they made a little bit less convenient since they became an actual distributor themselves. Yeah. Because um, Wooner does a lot of, of, of legwork. And... It's su- honestly surprises me that DCBS is even still a thing. Well, DCBS and In Stock Trades still have not updated their websites since I was in college. Oh yeah, they s- still look exactly s- the same. S- straight up 2006. And I feel like if they updated their websites, well, th- no, DCBS made general. You remember DCBS updated their website one time. It was like 2012. It's still the blue and red. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. But like the actual interface updated itself like one time. And I was like, "Oh wow! It looks like a, it looks like we finally get some changes." And that was the one time <laughs> it happened. In stock trades, legitimately looks like it could be a website from 1998. Yeah, and I think that's probably why their stuff gets canceled because it's probably not linked to their. They don't have a live yeah. inventory. I would bet. There's there there's it's one person's job or two people's job to handle right. all those orders. And exactly. Yeah, the, the, stuff gets missed because it's intermingled with Lunar mm-hmm. or DCBS or the hell knows. Yeah, and you can still make new orders on it, and there's some really really good deals on both sites. It's just reliability. 
more than anything else. That was the thing is like uh, I didn't the last time I tried to order off them, it didn't feel like they're they weren't like it didn't get shipped within five business days. Like yeah. come on, yeah. Like I don't care about I didn't pay for ex- expedited shipping, but like I expect at least a week from when I place <laughs> my order to have something be like your order's been shipped. Where that's the other sites you do get that. So I'm surprised at how good. Oh, good. Now we're getting planes. Um, <laughs> I, I'm surprised at how good uh, some of the deals are on stuff like Barnes & Noble even to this day. You know, like, you'll you'll get better deals sometimes from them than you do from Amazon or or, or others. If you wait long enough, the Amazon stuff starts coming down. And now oh, it's, it's like 35% off yeah. after the first, like, six months and stuff. Or if you yeah. pre-order soon enough, um, the, same, the, same, the same could be said. Like, if you pre-order... Um, say like you know six months in advance. Like I remember, I pre-ordered Saga on on Amazon, and it was like at least a thirty five percent discount just straight up on there, um, which was pretty good. And now I now I need to read myself volume ten and eleven of Saga, get myself caught up because now they're on break again. So it's gonna be a little bit longer. Take a lot of breaks. That's 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 the way that rolls. That's the way that happens. Oh, I got volume one of Do a Power Bomb, uh, Daniel Warren Johnson's. Uh, wrestling epic, uh-huh. really, really good. And I think even though you're not a wrestling guy, you may even dig it because it's basically just like a, it's almost like a battle manga, in the in the way that it's set up. It's like Scott Pilgrim, kinda. It's but the only thing I have to relate to the but with but with more heart. Um, basic story of 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 the comic is uh, this female wrestler is a wrestling champion, uh, winds up dying in the ring. Her daughter, years later, wants to take on her legacy and become a wrestler, but nobody wants to touch her because her mother was this big, this this big shit. Um, Isn't every wrestler a fucking legacy nowadays? Uh, most of them Seriously? are. Yeah, like, that's most the most of them story. are. Exactly. Thank you, thank you, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, but a necromancer finds this uh, finds this woman and is like, "Look, we're starting up an interdimensional wrestling league. Get yourself a tag team partner. We'll do this." And if you win the tournament, I'll bring your mother back to life. And that's the basic premise. That's interesting. Yeah, and the best part is that everywhere else in the galaxy, wrestling's real. <laughs> and they keep making the joke, like, yeah, people, people wrestling keep, is to the death. Yeah, pe- people, people keep making keep making comments about how your wrestling on Earth isn't real. That can't possibly be true, can it? And they're like, <laughs> we're fucked. And that and that's that's the basic idea of, of it behind it. But also Daniel Warren Johnson's artwork is so damn good. And I read Wonder Woman Dead Earth. It was phenomenal. This is just as good as that, man. Okay. It's it it's it's dynamite good. Do a power bomb. Yeah. So it sounds like do a hard shot of liquor. <laughs> and he's doing Transformers now too. Daniel Warren Johnson. I read the first issue of that. That yep. was fun. Yep. Yep. Dead or John. Get, I don't know if I'm gonna get into Transformers. But Energon. Energon. It's the Energon universe, man. Come on. It's G.I. Joe and Transformers. TMT comments with IDW apparently are okay, but I don't know if... I'm not big of a TMT fan. TMNT. Yeah, I, I was wondering. like, what, T, TNT? TNT. Teenage the Ninja Mut- Turtles. Teenage Mutant Turtles. Splinter. It's been long enough now where they... they, they instead of dropping the Teenage, they just dropped the Ninja. That's ninja all. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. No, they, 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 they put out some good stuff on that. The the last Ronin stuff that they did for uh, for Ninja Turtles is supposed to be really yeah, good. I haven't read any of that, so yeah. I don't know. My son's into... Uh, he liked the last movie, so he's all into that. I now. love that movie. That movie is excellent. I like the animation style. I don't think the movie is that great. Yeah. Yeah. 
the story did not did, did not did not work for you? It just was like, what are we doing? <laughs> we're friends with this guy. Where's the action? Okay, now we're bad guys. All right, now I'm interested. I I am glad though that Into the Spider Verse has definitely led to a a revolution in the animated space. It did. It did. Yeah. Even though across the Spider Verse, not that great. I disagree with not you entirely. Not that great. Disagree. Too long. Disagree with you entirely, and congratulations, you're the one person I'm in the, the world guy. who has actually made that comment. I'm going to loop back to the beginning of the episode and say, <laughs> hour and a half, oh, animated God. movie. No. Give it to me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. If you want to make it a two-parter, it's a two and a half hour animated movie with long slogs of the two paint two- stuff, which was some of the most compelling animation I've ever seen, but still. Two and a half hour long. At the end of the film, it felt like the ending of... Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. I barely, I barely even recognized that it was as long as it was while I was watching it. Quite frankly, that's how engaged I was in the entire thing. I don't, I don't think I realized it until they started. They sent him back to the universe. Yeah, and you had all these jump cuts, and I'm like, okay, I know it. I figured it out immediately. Uh huh. Like immediately when they were at Miles' home, and yeah. she's talking to Spider Gwen's talking to the mom. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's in the wrong universe. Yeah. Okay, cool. But no, they had to drag it out for another 15 minutes. <laughs> another 15 minutes, Ian. I, I before liked- they're like, oh my god, that's your uncle. He's still alive. Who's the guy in the mask? I'm like, come on, guys. That's Never called fucking compelling storytelling, man. No. Compelling sport storytelling. And at the same time, I, I even though I, I remembered reading that it was going to be, you know, a two-parter, I had completely forgotten that when I was watching it. So when we came to the To Be Continued... You had me at canon event and adding <clears throat> that little layer into the multiverse, you know, stuff. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But you lost me when you return to the king ending your cliffhanger. Your cliffhanger. I appreciate that you like to take stances and opinions that completely <laughs> deviate from every other human being. And, I, and and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. I'm just glad to know that you're wrong. You know, <laughs> somewhere out there, somebody's going, you know what? Maybe Brent's a little bit right. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure there's at least one person out there I that's like, you know what? I there's a shirt with my face on it <laughs> five years from now that says Brent, 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 was, Brent was right. A little bit right. Brent was kind of right this one time about that one thing. Just... I Just forget put my what green it was. Hair on your belly, and we'll call it a day. <laughs> I forget what that one thing was. I'll remember eventually. Why am I wearing this shirt? Kind of, sort of, one thing a little bit. That's that's exactly the case. Kinda that's exactly of. this. Oh my god! What what are you what have you been read, reading lately? Otherwise, um, trying to read stuff for the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, rereading Ultimate Spider-Man. Ooh. And I say rereading loosely, <clears throat> I guess, because I read. I remember in the early 2000s, they had a lot of that stuff on digital. Yes, they did. On, on the web. And mm-hmm. I read a lot of Ultimate X-Men and Ultimate Spider-Man there. Digital for free, if I remember For right free, there. because yeah. I read uh-huh. um, Ultimate Daredevil Electra. Yep. I read all the Nuff Said stuff, the Greg Rucka Electra run. Yes. I read on mm-hmm. there. There was a bunch of stuff. I wish I there was like a record of all the stuff that they put on there. There were even some, I think, online exclusive uh, Ultimate Spider-Man comics that came out, if I remember correctly. I like know. Similar to like the way that Wizard used to do like their one-halves. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But So I remember reading, I think through Carnage or something like that, uh-huh. and then it dropped off. Like it did, I didn't read the whole thing. Yeah. So I've read, and I read um, the David... Miles Morales I read after that and uh-huh. I read bits and pieces of that in like a sitting in Barnes & Noble when they still had chairs mm-hmm. comfy, big comfy <laughs> chairs 
and real uh, comic book sections that weren't overtaken by manga. Manga. How Ma- long... manga. Manga, he says. Manga. 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 Uh, you know. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm reading stuff that's... Uh, I haven't read ever, uh-huh. and maybe, or haven't read in the last 20 years. Oh, wow. So, that's been fun. You're still on Peter Parker, or have you gotten the miles? Uh, Peter Parker. I'm on volume, f- I just finished volume four, okay. the Vantage Arc, Venom Arc. Um, you gotta check out that new, uh, no, not volume, volume four is when Green Goblin comes back. Got it. You so. gotta check out that new uh, Ultimate Spider-Man by Hickman. I will check it out. Yeah. We will see. I like, I like the idea of him getting bitten after he already has, like, a family... And it's just a completely different take on it, you know? That's... We will see. It's a nice nice change of pace. We will see if Hickman is going to Hickman the way that uh, Tom King, Tom <laughs> King's... Hey, so far so good, because I actually dug Ultimate Invasion and that first Ultimate Universe comic. I read that too, and I think it was a little neither here nor there in mm. terms of plot and story. Yeah. A lot of setup. Um... I, I like the maker stuff. I like I like what he managed to throw up, and I like the idea that he, that the universe is different because the maker has screwed with it so much, and now they're basically beginning to recover. I like I like that. Yeah. I did not. I loved Hickman's <laughs> Avengers. Yeah. I did not enjoy Hickman's Fantastic Four. Oh God. Because it felt like too mu- too much. Not too much. Um, didn't feel like there was an arc, or the arc ended early. Like all the Doom stuff ended. Mm. I read the Ultimate Collections like two thirds of the way of the run. Yeah, your arc was over, and then the last third is like some random bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, this is silly. Like, why is it still in the book? Yeah. The story's over." Yeah. Uh, so th- I think that was the thing that turned me off the most about it. And Fair. even still, it felt like there was a lot of separate elements that only really came together at the end. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the nice part about his Avengers run is that. It was clearly two different things. Yeah. And then by the time issue 25 happened, it they, was like, no, nope, it's the same thing. Like, yeah. Um, you know, things started to affect each other to yeah. then the last 12 issues or those guys hopping back and forth. You had to buy both books. Also with bring, time bringing in out. Starbrand and like all those other concepts and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And there was definitely a vision for that one. So yeah. hopefully there's a vision for that. Although mm-hmm. we only know there's Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate Black Panther. And Ultimate X-Men. Ultimate X-Men and Peach Momoko, which I'm... I cannot wait for that, Shock of Shocks. I I looked at the preview and uh, I was like, yeah, we're going to have to wait on this one. I can't wait. I'm picking that shit up immediately and I'm going to enjoy it. Um, one thing I have been reading that pissed me off... Uh, <laughs> Oh, oh, good. If there's one thing that I love... Well, so I'm going to yeah. praise uh-huh. and, and uh, talk negative about the story. You know what grinds my gears? Too, too fast of an ending. Firepower. Too furious of an ending. There's one issue left. Yes. Too fast of an ending. Uh-huh. So... Do you think it was originally going to be the ending, or did they just run out of time I to do the feel book? like uh, somebody else got a different job. I think it's Samney. I, I think know. it is Samney. Yeah. Because we, we this was on the group chat a little bit. Yeah. And someone said, "Oh, he's going back to films, doing storyboards because yeah. it makes more money." Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Yeah. However, comma but this is comic books. You can take as long as you want if mm-hmm. you wanted to. Semicolon but dot dot dot. Uh, so it started out with the prequel OGN, yeah. which I loved. I've been reading the series, buying every issue on Comicsology, mm-hmm. Kindle, whatever. Yeah. And then. They've been building up. They had a big battle at the end of the 15th issue, and they've been dealing with the aftermath of that big battle and, yeah. like, building up to the next big battle. Yep. Issue number 27 yeah. comes out, and it's, like, it's letters to Grandpa <laughs> from one of the kids. But the, t- uh-huh. the 
thing that was cool and uncool about it was that the letters to Grandpa was 20 pages. Each page was a different letter with yeah. different art on it mm-hmm. or a different battle. Yeah. So you took what could have been a 25-volume manga and shoved it into one 25-issue story. Okay. In terms of, like, big battle, big event, big battle, big mm-hmm. event. We did this, then we went here, then right. we went here. Right. It's highlights. Yeah. It was a highlight reel of probably a year or six months of their life what could have been another 50 issues right and put it in one issue and then only to get to the next issue and then for them to them to have their almost final battle in right. that issue uh-huh. it was a lot it was too, it was like a lot a lot and not enough at the same time it was time. a lot and then you read like oh yeah and we're ending it. and then that's I think when they dropped the bomb that they're gonna end in three issues <laughs> or like just before so you're like wait you mean if you guys had just picked yeah. a different artist to continue the story, we could have had all this goodness. Although this is exactly how Kirkman likes to do it. Kirkman doesn't usually like telling people he's ending his books. Well, he did tell us, and that's where I think my complaint is. Okay, so you would you would have but rather also, you would have rather just gotten the issue thirty and gotten the end, and then and then I could have said, you know what, I should have seen this coming okay. in issue twenty seven. All right, fair enough, fair enough, yeah. But I. I I really was excited by that issue. I thought the conceit was cool of, like, Letters to Grandpa, the highlight reel. Yeah, yeah. And then when I realized, like, oh, man, this could have been a... This could have been two more years of comic books, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Have you read any of the World's Finest uh, uh, Elseworld stuff yet? Like, like the uh, the, the Kingdom Come stuff? Uh, I think I've read two issues of that. Okay. Um, I'm reading the Shazam, Dan Mora, Mark Wade. Love it. That's awesome. That's that's really good. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, Wade and Mora, I think, is is one of my favorite teams in comics right now. I mean, Dan Mora was knocking out of the park on Once and Future with Kieran Gillen. Everybody mm-hmm. should go read that. Yep. That was good. I have Volume One still sitting, waiting to be read. See, that was I think it was thirty or thirty five issues. Yeah. First arc's fant- phenomenal, fantastic. Uh-huh. Second arc, then you're like, okay, well, the big pitch was like the first arc. Yeah. Second arc, they're like, all right, we got to find a way to. Um, I don't know. Do something a little different and expand the universe. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So there's some growing pains there. Sure. And then by the end of the, by the end of the series, it was kind of like there's a, so many characters, so many different knights, mm-hmm. and I I got kind of like confused as to which knight was what. Okay. Start dealing with different versions of stories. Right. So right. you have different versions of Arthur and all uh-huh. this other stuff. Yeah. So it gets a little confusing at the end for me. But I I loved just finding him on that and being like. Wow, he's phenomenal, and then seeing him start to do more stuff. At any and point, now everybody's a Dan Mora file, and I'm like, I've been, I was on to Dan Mora before you ever were. In my day, yeah. Uh, one guy who has not broken through, poor guy, uh, Andre Bresson. Sounds familiar. He did. Um, I don't know if Dark Ride is still coming out. He's with um, Tynan. Is it Tynan? No, uh, I don't think it's Tynan. It's no? um, uh, Birthright. Uh, with uh, Jason. The guy writing uh, Superman right now. Yes. Williamson. Joshua yeah, yeah, Williamson. Yeah. Williamson, He did yeah. Birthright. That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a very different style. And then when Josh Williamson started doing stuff with DC, mm-hmm. they did um, some... He did a lot of Justice League Incarnate, I think. Okay. And it just... Him and the superheroes didn't click. Because he's like Chris Burnham. He looks like Chris Burnham. Okay. Whereas Chris Burnham worked when he was with Grant Morrison. Right. But if you put Chris Burnham on a Justice League book with Bendis, it's not going to work. Oh yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at Bresson's stuff, and yeah, it's a very, <clears throat> a very stylized style. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think 
he needs to find a weird book to to take off with. Like Maybe him on Constantine or like. <laughs> I don't know, Justice League Dark or something weird. Oh, you know, the demon. Uh, maybe maybe, Mar- maybe Morrison's looking for a, uh, uh, a the a next person. Doom, the next unsuccessful Doom Patrol relaunch. You know, he could do that. Eh. I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm seeing it. He, he did work on at least some of the like alternate universe. Yeah, stuff. It's, like it's interesting. Yeah. But it's just it's not like eh. yeah. or he didn't get enough. He, I think he did a couple pages here and there mm-hmm. or an issue here and there. He wasn't like the main build artist of any of those series that they brought him on to. So right. I think that was the the hang-up. Okay. For me, that was like, oh, he never really got a tre- uh, chance to, like, figure everything out or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's that's unfortunately life as an artist, you know? It, 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 takes, it takes that one book to, like, elevate you into the stratosphere, and then you have an option from there. You either continue to work for one of the big companies or you become Clayton Crane or you become Clayton Crane who goes to cons and just signs stuff in different colored markers or uh, and puts like all the markers on his fingers and <laughs> like literally at MegaCon this year I was yeah. watching him for a little bit uh-huh. I'm not paying for that shit it's ridiculous <laughs> he charges it is insane he, yeah next time he's at New York Comic Con mm-hmm. go by his booth I'm okay. sure he will be there okay he charges for a signature mm-hmm. he charges for one color mm-hmm. different price for two color you want all the colors of the rainbow? Yeah. Even, you know, times five. Does he, does he charge for a high five? But. And then you want to remark with all these different colors. You know, mm-hmm. now you're talking about a 40-minute long signature because yeah. he's got to put white out on your cover first <laughs> yeah. and then to put something else on and yeah. then on and then on and mm-hmm. then on. And mm-hmm. they're all immaculately beautiful. Yeah. But I'm like, I know you're making money hand over fist because all these collectors are paying your for your silly, colorful signature. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, if you had just... Keep drawing something. <laughs> what's the, what's the? I don't know. I, I, I'm sure the signature game is more lucrative because he does the yeah. exclusive covers and shit. What's but. the name of the guy who, does, who used to do all those zombie covers? Arthur Soydam. Yeah, yeah. He's still, oh, the best thing about Arthur Soydam, he's uh-huh. at MegaCon the yeah. last two two years. What he used went. to Photoshop pictures and make it look like he had longer lines. Um, well, I don't know about that, <laughs> but the last two times I walked by his table at the last at least the last two years in a row yeah. he's telling people like he's the guy behind Marvel Zombies or whatever uh-huh. or you know that he actually had something to do with it yeah. it's like um, I remember that book coming out you were the fucking cover dude yeah I mean, you weren't on interiors they were, were, they were great covers they were great covers that's all you had to do with it buddy but that's it yeah he's He's like the artist of Marvel Zombies, on according to his booth. Yeah, but no. the man, the man, the man couldn't do sequentials like if it if it if its life depended on it because he's not fast enough to do that. It's funny that he's like, if you ever wanted an Arthur Soydam signature ten yeah. years ago, uh-huh. you would have had to wait in line forever. Now it, now you just go. If to you the wanted booth. it now, you could get it right away. Oh, exactly. Yeah, just like yeah. you'd be the only person at his table, and he would sign other books that he didn't do. Just because he was bored, he would take your deceased copy out of your hands and sign it, and think like he had something to do with it. Oh yeah, have you uh, have you seen have you seen any uh, what was it? Rebel Moon? No. Oh dear lord. Not watching. Um, no. I might watch it at some point. No, I, I was thinking uh, the boys spinoff. Uh, oh, Gen V. Yeah, Gen V. Gen V's yeah. phenomenal. Gen V was really good. Gen yeah. V was really good. Gen, Gen V was enjoyable. I, I can't wait for the boys to come back. My wife doesn't want to watch any other show other than that. <laughs> she watched Gen V with me, yeah. but I'm like, hey, we liked Reacher. Let's watch Reacher season two. And she's uh-huh. like, eh. <laughs> Well, most most of my life is either uh, detective shows, uh, crime docu- docuseries, or uh, 
That's about it. I need I need a I need a docu I need a, a crime show with some romance thrown in to get my wife interested. I think because hmm. Reacher is a crime show, but uh-huh. she's not that interested. You, you mean it's it's out of her Reacher? I mean, he he literally took his shirt off. I think in the first preview for the first season, so she was in, <laughs> and there was none such in the second season trailer. I, so I appreciate that there's a very specific bar for her. You know, there like, is. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That, she that, saw that's about Aquaman it. with me, and uh-huh. you know what her complaint was? He didn't shake his shirt off once. And I'm no. like, Orm did? Did you see that glove that Orm had? She's oh like, my God. that was a body double. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? You might be right. I, 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 heard, I heard an interview with, uh, with Mr. Momoa recently where he was talking about when he was given the role of Aquaman. And he went in thinking... I think he actually auditioned for oh, yeah. Batman. This is what Donovan said today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, watch that. Yeah, he he auditioned for Batman just to audition for Batman. And when they came back to him saying, "Well, you didn't get Batman," like shock of shocks, but we have something for you. Immediately he thought, "Well, Bo, <laughs> I'm literally he's the only one yeah. going to an audition for Batman and be like, you know, but we have something for you. He's the only actor that's like." Ooh, Lobo. Well, Nobody he, else. The man looks like Lobo. Nobody else would have been doing that. He already looks like Lobo. It's not exactly a stretch, you know? Like, it, it would be like Seth Green. You know, the fact that Seth Green is Howard the Duck, he could have played him in live action if he wanted to. man already looks like Howard the Duck. If we get Jason Momoa Lobo, are they going to paint him white? Maybe. It's possible. Are they just going to leave? Or, hear me out, they don't. And I'm okay with that. No, I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking. I don't know. If the guy loves Lobo so much, is he going to insist on being painted white? Maybe. Oh, is, is he white or is he more? It's more of a silver. I always felt like it was more of a silver. Whatever. Any sort of Sil- white-ish looking paint. Whoever's going to play Silver Surfer. Will he be painted silver or will they CGI him? I'm sure that's going to be CGI. I'm sure that's going to be CGI'd as well. Yeah. Although, uh, uh, what's his face, who plays every alien, uh, played him in the first time around. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence uh, Fishburne did the voice. Yes. I, that was my favorite part about that. It's like, okay, so we're going to get... Uh, damn it, I'm blanking on his name right now. He's in the, he's in Star Trek Discovery also. Um, Never watched it. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. But, you know, he's 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 been in all these things and like, okay... He's Abe Sapien. He's yeah, Pan. Exactly. He's Guillermo del Toro's muse. And it, and it, and Doug Jones. And, and, it's not like, man. and it's not like Doug Jones doesn't know how to act, because he does. And he's really good at it. And he's got a very distinctive voice. We're going to have Lawrence Fishburne be the voice of, of, of Silver Surfer. Why? Well, we just felt like and it. Doug Jones has a calm-sounding voice. It's not like he talks like this. Well, that would be. He's not like Gilbert Godfrey, you know. That, that would have been amazing. Gilbert that wasn't God- my Gilbert Godfrey impression. I'm just saying, no. like, you know, tall guy, skinny guy. You expect him to maybe have a squeaky voice. And he Gilbert Gilbert Godfrey, rest in peace. Interesting. Voice. He, he he would have been fantastic as Silver Surfer. There we go. Galactus is coming. <laughs> He's almost here. No, I don't think you're doing Gilbert. I think you're doing your Jewish grandfather. It's it's one step away, though. <laughs> it is very close. It, one step away. I assume it is. You know, know whether whether you like it or not. Um, no, I, I, I Gen Gen V was great. I can't wait for the boys to come back either. Um, have you watched Invincible? Yes. Okay. All right. I've read all of Invincible. Good for you. I've read all of Invincible. Good I for got you. COVID for the first time on before my birthday. Uh-huh. I was locked up for my birthday. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I don't want to sit on my ass and watch a bunch of TV. I'm mm-hmm. going to read some books. That was a digital ver- uh, copy. copy no, I went about? upstairs. I had the three compendiums. Oh, okay. I brought them down. Wow. In the middle of the night. Those are those are hefty tomes. Hefty man. tomes. Yep. Yeah. And I, that's when I realized, like, I'm not going to be an omnibus dude because no. they were they were bitches. 
I much prefer the Ultimate Collections. I own the, I own them in Ultimate Collections. It's just 12, 12 issues a piece. Nice oversized uh, hardcovers, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that. That's the way to do it. That's the way to read it. But then I gotta buy them again. So I think yes. I'm done. I, I know. think I'm done. I've read them once. You've you've read them once. You don't need to read them again. I might read them again. They I were mean, really good. That's true. But the the series is great. The series is great. Yeah, excellent. Um, I it just sucks that it's coming out as slow as it is. I mean, I understand why. But... I literally spent the two weeks after episode four <laughs> uh-huh. going to Amazon, and be like, "Where's my new episode <laughs> of Invincible?" <laughs> Not remembering that they split it in two parts like assholes. But that's that's also part of the caveat of it being, you know, hour plus episodes each time around. You know, like like you're not just getting twenty minutes and then nothing. Um, you know, you're you're getting you're getting that, which is which is nice, but I agree with you. I want more invincible. Give me more invincible. I just I, I think since there is no movies coming out for like Three months till Dune Part Two. Well, I mean, they could have they could have put it out in January all at once. There's like every every single it. movie that's going to be nominated for an Academy Award is coming out now because it's yeah, it, it's right around now. Good. Oh my god. Who wants god. to see that? I want you to want to go watch Saltburn and watch some dude I... lick another person's jizz <laughs> off the floor. Go ahead, put that out on the CGS feed. That, that was, you want to go watch. That, that was incredibly awkward. I'll tell you that much. I didn't see it, but I read about that moment, and I went, not going to watch that movie. Didn't know about it until I saw it, no and boy, thanks. oh boy, was that an image that I would never unsee in my lifetime. Yeah, and you want that guy to be the Joker? Is that the dude doing it? Uh, Why not? I guess. He does some sick stuff. Um, he might be into the Joker. He's, he's actually a fantastic actor. Oh, I'm he's sure. Just, yes, I saw him in Eternals. He yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I you forget he was in Eternals? Yes, and I like the Eternals. <laughs> I actually like the Eternals. I hope I can't remember where that guy's coming out of the Earth in the MCU, uh-huh. but I hope it's like right outside South Africa, like you can see it from the <laughs> cliffside on Cape yeah. Town. One of the many things that has never been brought up again in the Marvel <laughs> universe. Like, isn't there like half an Eternal? Like, uh, There's a hand in half of a head. Yeah, and you know, just like in the clouds it. somewhere, just hanging out. No, oh. it's coming out of the ocean. Oh my god! Piercing through the clouds, something. So bad. The fact that you couldn't see it from space in the Marvels is amazing. Yeah, exactly. Because we had so many shots of the Earth. They should have just didn't. They should have just did the Sleeping Celestial in San Francisco. Like, if they were going to do anything like that, that that would have at least been something that they could avoid referencing the on a regular Sleeping basis. Sleeping Celestial in San Francisco was much smaller than the guy coming out in the Eternals. I know. I, really know. I know. They they just chose that. And and mind you, like, they're supposedly going to be an Eternal sequel eventually. No. No, Supposedly. Won't. No, there won't be. They keep talking about it. Yeah, and Chloe Zhao's got another movie coming out. No, she doesn't. Good for her. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, no, she doesn't. She, I mean, she was nominated for it, for, uh, yeah. actually. And where's she been? I mean, somewhere. Eternals came out in 2021. Vacation. My first trip to Japan in COVID. That's how long ago it was. Let's I see. remember it distinctly. Let's see if she's working on anything else right now. Let's saying. see. Chloe Zhao. Yeah, that, that, that movie was not the movie that anybody actually wanted. That's the problem. Apparently, she's doing Diablo 4? Yeah, exactly. She's not working on anything. Wow, okay. <laughs> special. That's, that's special. Okay, so here's a movie I did want. Yeah. Blue Beetle. Yeah. Did you see Blue Beetle? I saw Blue Beetle. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was great. I, I, I think Blue Beetle might actually be my favorite in in all of the uh, the the DC the DCU, you could easily have Blue Beetle just be in James Gunn's you know DC universe without any problems. I like the design for the for the city that they created for that too. That uh, Palmera City. Yeah. I don't know what came first if it was in the movie, but it was in um, Blue Beetle Graduation Day yeah. as the new place. Although I didn't read all of the new Fifty Two Blue Beetle yeah. 
or not New 52, the DC Rebirth, because mm-hmm. I didn't like the Scott Collins, Keith Giffen stuff. Got it. Um, I don't mind Scott Collins, but he really shanked his art style, I think, to me, and messed up Blue Beetle. He made, it, he made him look different. Cat. So I don't know if Palmyra City was in that, but that's when like Blue Beetle was being mentored by Ted Kord, who was right. alive right. after Forever Evil, Yeah, he, get, he got shanked in the first issue he of got, that. He, he got better. Who knows? Yeah, he, he got better. That's that's it. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if it's from that, but I know for sure the first time that I read it was in the Graduation Day miniseries, which came out last year, oh, God. before the movie did. But I'm assuming they probably... We're like, hey, we're developing a city for the around movie. the same around the same time. You should time. probably put it yeah. in the comic book, but now yeah. in the main Blue Beetle series, it's still in that city, mm-hmm. which is like this modified version of Miami, I guess. Yeah, um, with a little bit of Puerto Rico in there, yeah, like yeah, yeah, with, yeah. The, with some Puerto Rican keys or Mexican keys. Yeah. It sounds like it's in Miami, outside Corpus Christi, Texas. <laughs> they're thereabouts because they have a lot of Mexicans living on islands. Yeah, which I'm like, where would that be? And mind you, they filmed scenes in that directly in San Juan because, like the uh, the fort scenes, mm-hmm. those are all in uh, one of the, one of the main forts in San Juan. So, like, I know because I was literally like there like a week before I, I saw it in theaters, and I'm like, oh, okay, how about That's that? Familiar. Yeah, right. Um, no, I, I liked a lot about about that movie. I, I, I appreciated his his family and how they incorporated that. I, I actually really liked the interaction between the suit and and Jaime. Um, special effects were actually really decent. My one complaint is that when they cut his mask in half, uh-huh. so you could see the actor's face going through all the emotional trauma at the end, mm-hmm. a la Spider Man one and two and Tobey Maguire. Yes, is that his real eye did not match up with his mask. <laughs> Literally, there's a disparity. It's like there's a yellow eye above his other. Like it was off by about three quarters of an eye. I mean, maybe. I'm like, how are you looking through these yellow lenses, high man? Maybe his face got that messed up in the fight, where like his, that part of his face is a little bit further off. What you did, what you didn't see, was that half of his face got lowered. Yes, exactly, exactly. It got re- it got reattached by the suit once we were all said and done. But the suit actually injects his eyes with a needle to look through the other lenses like a periscope. Yeah, just inside the mask. That's that's what we're going with. Did, did you like? The the changes to the Cord family in that, or give a fuck. It's yeah, fine. all right, go for it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't love the villain. Booster Gold references, I'm fine. Yeah, I didn't love the villain, but I also didn't hate the villain. Um, I, I also, I, I also, Carapax was a thing until that movie. Yeah, no, Carapax was. Wasn't Carapax introduced like in, in early Blue Beetle days? He is a. I had to look it up. Yeah, he is a Ted Cord villain. Okay, from. I think the Charlton days. Got it. And I think briefly made one or two appearances since then, and then also in either New 52 mm-hmm. or the Rebirth era once. Okay. So it's almost like they pulled um, El Diablo out of thin air. Basically. Say, we're going to make an El Diablo movie when he'd been in one comic book. <laughs> it's not kind of the same thing with Carapax. He's been in four comic books. This just in, that El Diablo movie is not happening. Thank God. I am not surprised. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think that um, those are more the type of movies that DC has to make. Bull Beetle. And, and which sucks that it didn't do better, but it also probably did better than it would have had it just been on that. See, I, I would support your strike argument about mm-hmm. Blue Beetle yes. not doing very well. Yes. But I, at the same time, don't support it for the Marvels because I think it's fair. there are a lot of people that didn't actively boycotted the Marvels mm-hmm. that don't boycott other stuff. There's, pe- there's people that actively boycotted Blue Beetle because it didn't have Zack Snyder in it. Yeah. 
Maybe. Who knows? But, you know, those other <laughs> internet assholes. Yes. Not us. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 ho- I, I hope we get more of the character. That's, that's it. And plus, I like the actor in general. I, I've loved him on, on Cobra Kai before this. Um, and now he actually gets a chance to be in a movie. Woo-hoo. Good for him. Good for him. What else did we have to talk about? What else? What else? Of what else? Donovan has a running list on the chat of what he wants to talk about <laughs> that we're going to cover today. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Sorry, Dono. No, we'll we'll, we'll definitely get a full episode uh, in in the new year shortly. Shortly thereafter, uh, one way or the other, we've got a lot of other shit to catch well, up. You on. need to talk about how you've seen all the members this year. I, that is true. Yeah, yeah. No, so, so, so let's, let's go down the list. Yeah, well, uh, Jamal and Raf. First, I saw at at the AEW event that we went to. And then I've seen Jamal other times after that, New York Comic Con and all that jazz. Donovan at New York Comic Con, Chris, whenever I saw whenever I saw Chris, uh, and uh, Brandon at Pax Unplugged. So and now Brent in here, a here, calendar year here in a calendar year. Yeah, um, I was going to say I did it in thirteen months because of my trip to New York that last is true. December. That is true. Where I got to see Jamal and Raf in mm-hmm. person. Yep. Um, I'd seen Raph before. It was good, it was I'd good, seen Jamal before. It was, it was good brunch. Good brunch. Yep. Um, met Jamal's wife, mm-hmm. and then I had the trip to Tennessee in January of this year. Where you saw Dono. Where I saw Dono. Yep. So the only person I have not seen in the crew in the last 13 months would be Brandon. Yes. That is, that is, so that I'm is missing true. one off my <laughs> CT tour scratch well, card. If you somehow manage to make it to, to Philadelphia, somehow just nobody manages let them know. to make it to MegaCon anymore. I, well, you know? okay. Here's, here's the thing. New York Comic Con February now. I know New York Comic Con. The thing about New York Comic Con is that it's right there. Uh, oh no, I know. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 I don't have to go far for I it. I know. I'm talking and, about. I'm talking shit about other people. Oh, oh, I know. I know. I know. But MegaCon's not a bad con. It's it's, it's enjoyable. Con. Which uh, which part of the uh, the uh, convention center? They've is been it at doing. Now? Well, they've been flip flopping the okay. last couple of years. But okay. The last two years has been the old convention center. Okay, so the one that was at the first time I ever went. Yeah. Okay. Got so, it. So. Yeah, they've been doing it in the old one. Mm-hmm. I think because the old one, I think it has bigger theaters. Okay. Like, for their panels and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, do they it's still, got more, just in general. Do they still try to, like, do the combo, like, anime comic oh. scene? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's still a combo con. Got for it. For sure. Okay. All right. And, like, a buyer con at all? Like, I mean, are there, like... It's mostly that. All right. Uh, Artist Alley is still very large. Yeah. I would say probably the same size. It's still on the main con floor. Mm-hmm. It's not a sidelined or into a separate room. You still anything. get an autograph from Lou Ferrigno if you try hard enough? Yeah, the old autograph was like a segmented, they just a curtain, and yeah. you just walk around. Mm-hmm. Now, it's half the con. Oh, okay. It's this same standard thing where it's like an elevated table, mm-hmm. and they can look down on you, you little peon paying your 50 bucks for my <laughs> autograph. Ha ha, loser. Um, with the big banners behind it. So that's yeah. like the back half of the con is all the autograph stuff. Okay. And they kind of segment, like it's main TV and movie celebs, and then they'll have um, the anime celebs kind of opposite them. Got it. Or voice actors or whatever. They'll mm-hmm. have them. And then um, they still haven't figured out the comic artist thing because comic artists still have long lines. Like Capullo shows up. Tom King shows up. Right. long, 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 long line yeah. for an autograph. Um, so they're kind of still working on that. Okay. Some guys are still there all the time. Other, yeah. Others aren't. Others aren't. Anybody who wants to, you know, vacation in Florida, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's in February, which honestly is not terrible. No, that's not, that's not bad it, at all. It's hit or miss. It could be cold. Yeah. It could be warm, but you will not have snow. Okay. Guaranteed. 
And, and when I'm talking about cold, I'm talking about like 50 degrees, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been I've been here in like late January, and it was nice. You know, it was relatively. I mean, it was around the, te- the temperature that it is right now. Like you know, somewhere in like the 60s or, or 70s. My problem this year is that Comic Con is on the or not Comic Con, MegaCon is on the same weekend uh-huh. as the Orlando Whiskey Festival <gasps> and a Seven Dust concert, <gasps> and I can't do all three. So here, so here's. So what I have to figure out what I really want to do. Clearly, the answer is MegaCon over both of those. I will probably do one day at MegaCon. The answer is, do I have to take my kids? Whis- whiskey festival. That's whiskey interesting. Festival. That's interesting. That's a that's a Brent got really fucking drunk last year. <laughs> oh awesome. my god! Yeah. No. I, I have I ever. I don't think I've ever done a whiskey fest. I've done. $50, a, I've done dollars. A... You okay. got a little Glen Cairn. It was engraved. It's all cute. Nice. And you get unlimited pours of all the things you can't buy in stores. Well, I, I think I was. I think I was telling you that I'll be. I'll be at a, a beer fest at uh, Liberty Science Center. In uh, I think early February, which is pretty similar. Same to that. idea. Yep. And I will not be at MegaCon. I'm taking a vacation to Mexico City in February. That's the one vacation that I'm that I'm. I'll taking. be in Jamaica the week prior. To Mexico, Ooh, so. Jamaica. Nice. Jamaica with the kids. Without the kids. Good for you. Good for you. Lots of vacations in 2024 because nice. we didn't do any in 2023. That's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Well, enjoy your kidless. Jamaican time with as much rum as you can probably drink. That's the plan. That is indeed the plan. I think we've run out of things to say. I think we have. I think that's good. I think it's time to go drink. Let's so do it. let's go do that. Uh, thank you all for sticking with us for for 2023. Is this is probably either coming out at the end of 2023 or the beginning of 2024? Happy New Year. Hope you all enjoyed your holiday season, for that matter, and we'll be we'll be back sometime in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, with a full crew episode where they then get to catch up with all the shit that we talked about on this episode, and it'll all merge nicely, nicely and conveniently. We'll call it the comic timing rehash. Exactly, exactly. I, I, like, I like a good hash, good corned beef hash. Sirens. What are we calling this one? Sirens and what? Um, no, is hard corn. No, hard corn. corn and sweat. Hard, uh, corn sweat. Hard uh, corn sweat. Exactly. Corn sweat. Corn sweat. Corn sweat. Cars and trains. Oh my! That is the episode right there. Boom. Sirens and corns and trains. Oh, <laughs> oh my! my. <laughs> well, the email address for Comic Timing is comictiming at gmail dot com. Uh, you can check us out over at the uh, the Comic Geek Street Super Group. That's probably the easiest place on Facebook to find us. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. But uh, uh, Casina B is still on Twitter, which is still called Twitter, and uh, I underscore AM underscore Sci-Fi on there. Um, plus, I'm on Threads and and Blue Sky, like anywhere you can find me. Instagram, I'm I'm all those different places. Um, if the if the Comics Podcast Network still existed, we we'd be a proud member, but not really. And uh, as always, there's always time for comics. The end. The end. Boom. Oh, popo, popo. Popo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's another siren we're going to leave in. Yeah, there you go. No. Yes. No. You can't stop me. No. Siren's not in. Oh, oh, doing oh, a loop. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. He's doing a loop. And. The second car. There's a second car. Oh, my God. Auburndale has two police cars. Oh, my God. Wow. Two police cars. They have two police cars, and we just saw them both. Uh, Wow. If my wife decides to go to bed early, you can't stop me from just putting this episode out. (laughs) 
No! It'll go out on the Comic Time feed. I don't have any access to the CGS feeds there. Which me, yeah, exactly. I will download a copy of it, <laughs> and I will manually go in, re-edit it, re-upload it to the Comic Time site. This will site. be the, the Casinoverse <laughs> version on the CT feed. Yes, yes, this 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 will be this, this will be the, 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 the Casino... The CT feed exclusive the, the version. The Casino cut. The Casino yeah. cut. Oh, my God. With siren commentary left in. See, now... <laughs> Then we've talked through it, you can't cut it out. No, all that, all the autograph stuff. That's not a car. That is a car. That's a truck. That is a car. Without a muffler. Yeah. Um, Not a siren, not a train. Jeez. We we need to have, someone next year should create a CT Live bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, train, bingo. Train, siren. Oh my god. Muffler. Yeah, right? Um. We're gonna have gunshots. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, let, let's not and say we did, please. I, I know I'm in Florida, but please, by all means. Um, 